The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Well, you have a real choice today. You can watch the coronation or you can listen to me. Maybe they'll coronate me i don't know king john that sounds good there you go got a we have a crown here in the studio uh good morning and welcome to another edition of talk with a purpose every saturday nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 i'm john demassi and of course you also hear us on 1450 a.m and if you want to go online and stream it wpgtalkradio.com is the website 609-407-1450. That is our number here in the studio. As always, 609-407-1450. A rare show today in that we don't have any guests. It's just you and me, and we're going to talk about whatever we're going to talk about. So, And we have a lot on the table. So that's what's coming up today. You mean there's nothing to talk about? (laughs) Yeah, there is plenty to talk about. Um, Rarely... Do I open a show with, uh, or two shows in a row, I would say, with the same topic. But in this case, um, I think this is justified, and I have some updates to this. And, and it, again, is disturbing when you hear what I'm about to tell you about. Uh, last week, we talked about the abrupt firing of Tucker Carlson and how there was no apparent reason for it. Digging deeper into the situation this week, a couple of issues came out. And to be honest, as I said, they are quite disturbing. It revolves around the January 6th incident. What else? (laughs) Here we go again, January 6th. In a text message that Tucker Carlson described himself as watching a video of Donald Trump supporters beating up someone he referred to as an Antifa kid. Now, you got to follow this along because, in the end, it is, I think, disturbing. Carlson wrote of his conflicting emotions, and he found himself rooting for the mob against the man, hoping they'd hit him harder and kill him. Now, again, he doesn't mean kill him, but he's paraphrasing here. In the most startling passage, Carlson asserted flatly, that jumping a guy like that is dishonorable. Obviously, it's not how white men fight. (laughs) And therein lies the problem. Did Carlson mean white men don't fight like that, but blacks and Asians do? I don't think that's what he meant. I just think he meant what he said. White men don't fight like that. Okay? But according to reports, Rupert Murdoch had also grown concerned about Carlson's, um, how can we say this, increasingly far-right commentary, including his lack of support for U.S. involvement in Ukraine 
and some vulgar language in a text against a female executive. Now, the original text was redacted, but Fox executives feared it would leak out. Imagine something like that leaking out. Imagine Tucker Carlson saying that's how white people fight. Now, you know where this is going. It's going right to the racist category. Yes, he is a racist because he said white men don't fight like that. Well, if he said white men don't fight like that, that doesn't mean, and you see where they connect the dots? Well, that doesn't mean that Asians and blacks don't fight or, or do fight like that. I, this. <laughs> oh, oh, they also didn't like that he called white supremacy a hoax. And I agree with him on that. I mean, I'm obviously a white man, 73 years old. I don't think I've ever had white privilege. Maybe I didn't know about it, but hey, let's say I didn't get any privileges. I worked and then I worked and then I worked again. So this was Carlson and the left. And I really feel like Fox went to the left on this, that he was a legitimate threat to the establishment. And that's how I see it. According to the Washington Post, <laughs> do, I have to, do I have to quote the Washington Post? According to the Washington Post, that liberal stalwart publication, Tucker Carlson knew that he himself was out of control. <laughs> All right. Okay. He called Donald Trump a demonic force, a destroyer, but he's not going to destroy us. So there's so many things in here. But the biggest thing is the, the comment about white men don't fight like that and how they construed that as racist. And again, I. I mean, I read it and I didn't think that wasn't the first thing I thought of. In fact, I didn't think of it till I read that they thought it. Connecting the dots. That's what they do. Oh, by the way, the uh, the Post, the Washington Post said Carlson appears to believe that white men stick to principles of fairness and chivalry when fighting in the streets. Whereas men of color presumably don't. Now, he didn't say that. That's them saying that. They made this a racial issue, not Tucker. You see how the liberals, again, connect the dots? They'll do anything. And once again, they did. And to think that Fox did it and not someone else. And you would expect that. Look, he's gone now, but you'd expect Don Lemon to say that. And you'd expect MSNBC to say that and CNN. But you wouldn't expect that from Fox, would you? Like By the way, in case you're wondering, the ratings for Fox at 8 p.m. have plummeted faster than the Philadelphia Phillies in the major leagues. Yeah, they lost five in a row or whatever it is. You wonder why they wonder why the ratings plummeted? 
Who who are they? They supposedly they named somebody. I don't even know who they named. But it's not going to be the same. Let's face it. But therein again lies the problem. The liberal establishment, and maybe well, Rupert Murdoch. I don't know, but his sons. Oh my! They might as well run a network. They might as well be called the liberal network, because everything they've done, they they're trying to make it what it isn't. And what made them what they are is being a conservative voice. I, you know, I don't understand that. You know, you 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 go one way and you're successful and you're the number one cable news network, and then you try to go the other way, which is what they did. And Tucker just had to go because he was ruffling too many feathers. He was hitting the mark on too many things. You know, white supremacy. That, that to me, that was a, that, that is a hoax. You know, this thing about, oh, the country has been established as white supremacists. No, it hasn't. <laughs> have, you, have you looked at big cities today? So, I mean, how can you say that? It, it's just, it, it's really, it's a shame. We'll see where this goes, but I don't like the way it's going. And Fox is getting what they justly deserve by getting ratings that are <laughs> hey maybe they'll beat CNN that doesn't take too much but maybe they will we'll see and without further ado we bring in the man who is knowing and I mean he knows everything Seth Grossman <laughs> Liberty and Prosperity what don't you know Seth <laughs> well, well I think I know a lot of things and one of the reasons I know a lot of things is because I have conversations. I have open conversations. And I did a lot of traveling. I've been all over the, the world, you know, since I was, uh, you know, in high school. And one thing I learned about Americans that made us different from most of the people I saw in other countries is we felt confident enough to tell other people what we were thinking, uh, honestly. And, you know, sometimes we'd say smart stuff, sometimes we'd say stupid stuff. And if we said stupid stuff, uh, we'd either be corrected, we'd be embarrassed, and, and other people would, would, would tell us stuff we didn't know before, and we'd learn and we got smarter. And Benjamin Franklin pointed it out 300 years ago, uh, that Americans were open, had conversations, and because we did, uh, we were smarter than people who had better education and uh, you know, got more, you know, read more books and so on, because that's the key to the American character. And what you talked about with Tucker Carlson shows, and by the way, in other countries, people are very fearful. They, would, they wouldn't tell you what they were really thinking because they were afraid of consequences. Americans were not, and I think we were better off that way. But what has happened with Tucker Carlson is how do we know about what Tucker Carlson wrote? Uh, what we have is when private conversations become public and we judge people by what they say in private conversations and we've got to learn to grow up uh, and say that before when people would talk to each other now people text to each other they email each other and and we have to be willing to be as open in our text and and emails as we are in a regular conversation 
So the only reason we know this, this conversation, this private conversation that took place, and that's how we should look at it with Tucker Carlson, is, um, you know, first of all, with these, these lawsuits, uh, where you get thousands of private conversations in a lawsuit, under the rules of the court, you're only allowed to use, you know, those, those private emails and private texts that you get in the course of the litigation. So I think a whole lot of ethics, I think a whole lot of uh, court rules were violated when someone gets this conversation for use in a court case and then releases it to the New York Times or puts it out for media matters or, or puts it out for the whole world. So I think there's a blatant um, violation of the, the justice system. And of course, we also know these private conversations because certain people who Tucker Carlson trusted betrayed him and, and, and leaked private conversations you know, with the national media. But I, I would not read too much into Tucker Carlson. You know, sometimes you, you're, you're joking with friends, you're bantering your friends, you're, you're being sarcastic, you're, you're ironic. Uh, but, just, but I would just let it go. You know, it was a private conversation. Uh, and, uh, and, and we've all said, in, <laughs> said stuff in private conversations that we regret. But when you just focus on uh, the private conversation of someone you don't like, and you ignore the private conversations of a whole, uh, you know, of everybody else in that kind of business, I think you're distorting reality and you're coming up with the wrong conclusion. So that's my, my take on that. Uh, the, the, the interesting thing about what got Tucker Carlson into trouble, um, I, I actually published, we, we, you inspired me to, to send our conversation uh, about Tucker Carlson to a, a, a national uh, publication called American Thinker. And, and they actually published it on last Sunday. And I don't know if you remember a guy called David Stockman. He was the budget director for uh, Ronald Reagan um, back in the 1980s. He actually quoted what I wrote uh, on, on his blog. And so it, it, I actually got into the national conversation. But the real problem with Tucker Carlson is even though he was a superstar on the super network, uh, the seventh most popular TV show on cable, and the uh, an audience of 3.2 million dollars, uh, 3.2 million people watching every every night. Uh, his sponsors were something like what you saw in the 1970s on late night reruns of movies, uh, where they'd be sponsored by Vegematic and Ginsu knives. You know, Tucker Carlson only had uh, the uh, Relief Factor, uh, Granite Stone pots and pans, My Pillow, and and after our conversation, I looked it up. And, and saw when it was that Tucker Carlson lost all his sponsors. And Tucker Carlson lost all his sponsors on December 13th, 2018, when he made some comments on immigration, uh, comments that uh, I think all of us know to be true. But the Democrats uh, did the campaign to uh, call Tucker Carlson a racist at that time, December of 2018. And uh, that's when Tucker Carlson lost... Uh, Norwegian cruise lines, uh, he lost insurance companies, he, he lost uh, uh, Toyota. I mean, he had, had 20, ma he lost 30 major sponsors in, in five days. And, uh, and Tucker Carlson was really on life support ever since then. Uh, and I think that's what the real issue is. Well, uh, that would explain it. But, um, you know, <laughs> I'm in advertising and I don't understand it. I really don't. Yeah. No, no, they, they, they made them toxic. They said that any any advertising agency or any product that would go with Tucker Carlson uh, was racist. And basically, 
uh, th- th- what they did to Tucker Carlson, they did to me when I ran for Congress. You know, when they they take you know one or two things out of context from six years ago, and they say, "Oh, you're a racist." So that's why the you know Republicans uh, came out against me when I ran for Congress. Uh, that's why they went after Tucker Carlson. And six months after Tucker Carlson, uh, then the media said that uh, Kate Smith and God Bless America was racist. Yeah. Uh, and the real thing is, uh, they they took everything she did out of context. Uh, but nobody defended her. But, and uh, uh, by the yeah. way, by the way, they didn't they didn't tell everybody that she uh, sold a lot of war bonds during the war. But, but 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 even besides, she was a civil rights pioneer. Yeah. What Kate Smith did is she uh, when she had her radio program, uh, she uh, went into the uh, you know the, the the leading black musicians and uh, entertainers. They called it the Harlem Renaissance at that time. In the 1920s and 1930s, and at that time, uh, you had the, the Democrats in the South were doing all the Jim Crow. Uh, you had this horrible racist movie, Birth of a Nation, and Kate Smith was uh, defending, uh, not only defending you know the, these these great black entertainers, but giving them a national audience um, for their music. And at that time, words were used. That are offensive today. Yes. Uh, but at the time, you know, words like picking any, uh, uh, I don't want to repeat them, uh, oh, uh, uh, you know, darky, uh, darky lullaby. But this was the language that black Americans were using among themselves. And all she did was she brought their culture uh, to a national audience. And then to say 50 years later, because at one time you, you, you think that one term is fashionable, uh, and, and now you think it's offensive. You can't judge people by what ha- what was fashionable 50 years uh, before among black Americans. Uh, and that was the, the injustice there. But you, you just see that anything that promotes a political agenda, anything that destroys your political enemies, uh, no matter how dishonest, it doesn't matter. Uh, because in the terms of the left or the Democrats, it's, we, we, we are entitled to take power, quote, by any means necessary. They use that word a whole lot. Boy, I'll tell you, it just gets deeper and deeper, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, what else, what, what, uh, what else yeah, is what going like on? <laughs> well, of course, we, we have the, the, the crisis at the border, but it's not really a crisis at the border. Uh, the fact is that we Americans don't know uh, why we have immigration laws. And we're unwilling to enforce them. And obviously the reason we have so many people coming to the border is they know that if they get across the border, uh, they could stay in America forever. That we do not have the stomach to say you are in in this country illegally. So now that we uh, know you're here illegally, we're going to put you on an X plane and send you back. Uh, We we just don't have the willingness to do that. But I'd like to take just a, a few minutes to give the background of immigration in this country, because there's so many uh, pe- people, conservatives, who have no idea what immigration laws are or why they have them. Our, our founding fathers did not limit immigration. There was no need. America then was empty. We had lots of empty land. And old sailing ships made it difficult, dangerous, and expensive to come in America. Immigration did not become a problem until after the Civil War. Then you had big modern steamships brought millions of immigrants each year, and many of our grandparents and great-parents, great-parents came uh, during that wave of immigration between uh, 1870 and 1920. Um, 
but uh, it caused problems. The immigrants came to the cities. There was poverty. There was child labor. Uh, all these bad things that liberals blame on capitalism was really caused by too much immigration. So between 1870 and 1920, we had a nasty, ugly 50-year debate in America on whether or not to, to limit immigration. At that time, the unions wanted limits on immigration to raise wages, and the big corporations wanted massive immigration to keep low wages. So how did that 50-year debate end up? Well, we had World War I, and we had zero immigration for five years. And what happened during the five years of World War I? We had the best economy ever in America. Wages went up. And factories invested new machines to make American workers the most productive in the world. Uh, black Americans moved out from the south up to the north to Atlantic City, New York, and Philadelphia, what was called the, uh, the Great Migration, and got good-paying jobs. Uh, you had the Harlem Renaissance, the black middle class in Atlantic City. And so after World War I was over, Americans said, you know what? We're better off if we have limits on immigration. So we put a quota, uh, 100,000 per year. So we had immigrants, but we were not overwhelmed with immigrants. And all the immigrants who did come quickly became Americans. And, and I remember that myself. I was um, in the fourth grade. One of my best friends came from Italy in the fourth grade. You had 30 Americans in the class, one kid from Italy who didn't speak any English. Within one year, he spoke English as well as the rest of us. And, and he fit right in. That was the success of America. Uh, a lot of Democrats will say, well, what about the Holocaust? Uh, you didn't take any Jews because these immigration quotas during the Holocaust. And that's not true either. Uh, the quotas we had allowed plenty of Jews to come to America. But uh, Franklin Roosevelt hired a bunch of people who hated Jews to be in his immigration department. And they kept people out because they were Jewish, not because there were no quotas. So, so what happened? Uh, we had a successful system. Uh, we had tolerance. We had immigration. Immigrants uh, became um, a part of the American culture very quickly. But then in 1965, when <clears throat> Lyndon Johnson and the Great Society and the welfare state, uh, and you had Ted Kennedy, who, who was just a left-wing um, you know, radical who just hated America, who falsely blamed uh, conservative Americans for killing his two brothers. Um, he, he, um, he, he just wanted to fundamentally change America. So he lobbied to change the law to take a million legal Im uh, immigrants each year. He had 10 times as many immigrants as before, and they changed the law to make sure that 95% of those immigrants would come from poor third world countries that would be dependent. And why did Ted Kennedy do it uh, besides his personal thing? Uh, he also didn't like the, the idea that, that with limiting immigration, American middle class was becoming independent, wealthy, prosperous, and voting Republican. He wanted to have a whole class of dependent people who would depend on politicians, depend on the government, and vote Democrat forever. And that's exactly what he liked. He got. And so for the, since 1965, we've been taking uh, all these immigrants from these third uh, world countries legally a, a million a year and even that wasn't good enough and that now they're taking millions of illegal immigrants on top of the legal immigrants but until we put the if we don't get a handle on immigration we're not going to have a country and frankly if we can't defend our country 
uh, we don't deserve to have our own country. We deserve to be subjects uh, that we're, we're strangers in our own country, but that's up to us. So uh, th- those are my thoughts on immigration. Wow, you really, uh, you really <laughs> hit the nail on the head. <laughs> <laughs> well, or but anyway, uh, I, I didn't post that on the on our website, but that'll be my project for uh, next week. But there is something I do have on the uh, website, and that is uh, last week, uh, Republicans and Democrats in the New Jersey Legislature, together with Governor Murphy, proclaimed the month of January to be Muslim Heritage Month. Uh, and that's basically going to replace, uh, you know, right now they observe the Holocaust. So isn't it ironic that instead of uh, celebrate, not not celebrate, but instead of remembering the Holocaust uh, in January of each year, uh, there's going to be a, a Muslim Herited, Heritage Month. And this is something that I invite everyone to go to the Liberty and Prosperity dot com website because the history uh, of Muslims in America, it's complicated and controversial. I don't even want to talk about it on the air because it's it's very nuanced. But I will say, I just want to say what I think everybody agrees. And that is most Americans know absolutely nothing about Muslims. We know nothing about Islam. We learn the history of ancient Egypt and the Babylonians. We learn about the Greeks and the Romans, the fall of Rome, the Middle Ages, the days of old when knights were bold. And then we get to the Crusades. And, and we're told about how the Crusades went to the Holy Land uh, to uh, protect uh, the Christian pilgrims who were being persecuted by Muslims. So where did those Muslims come from? We have no idea. Uh, we didn't know or never knew how this religion started uh, in, a, in a remote section of Arabia in the desert. But in less than 100 years, they wiped out half the Christian world, destroyed the Persian Empire, and conquered half of India. How did this happen? Oh, well, we don't know. Um, And and why don't we know this? And the short answer is our history books were written by English Protestants, and those English Protestants did not want to say that the Catholic Church and Catholic countries like Spain saved all of Western Europe from dangerous invasions for a thousand years. So that's as much as I'm going to say on the air. (laughs) But if you want to know the rest of the story, it's all posted there, libertyandprosperity.com. And, and I guess the, uh, the final point um, is on the, the wind turbines. We also posted uh, detailed uh, comments as to why wind turbines don't work. Uh, wind is too weak and diffuse. Wind is too intermittent and unstable. Uh, wind energy is wasteful because you need 100% backup from coal, oil, and natural gas. No battery is big enough. Wind turbines need constant repairs. They have to be safely disposed of and replaced every 20 years. Doing this in the ocean is dangerous and ridiculous. Oh, yeah, and they kill whales. The whales started dying when they did the sonar testing for the wind turbines. All those facts are in the website, and there's going to be an event in uh, in Manahawken and Shipbottom next Saturday, May 13th. We have the details post.libertyandprosperity.com. There'll be uh, an offshore windmill forum in Margate. The following Saturday, May 20th, pay attention. Oh, and uh, the final thing we have posted on the, on the website, one, one more thing, is uh, the, connecting the dots. At the top of the news that we're talking about, we have a $31 trillion uh, debt that the United States has. We can't pay it back. We have to do something. And, uh, if, by the way, if you ride on Atlantic Avenue in Margate during the summer, you're bottled up in traffic because they have something called the road diet. 
where you used to have two lanes in each direction. Now you have one lane in each direction. How are those two issues connected? Well, the federal government is using federal money to break the Constitution and fix potholes on local roads so they could bribe local officials into going along with these stupid uh, road diets. They also do it on West Avenue in Ocean City. Uh, They also bribe these towns into building sand dunes, recycling programs, wind turbines. We're being bribed with our own money. Where's the money coming from? We're borrowing these huge amounts at the federal level. We can't pay it back. So there's a direct connection between that $31 trillion debt that we can't pay back and, and our local officials being bribed with federal borrowed money to do stuff that most thing, people think is stupid and unnecessary. All that's posted at libertyandprosperity.com. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for giving me a, two minutes overtime. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm late for the liberty the meeting. We meet every Saturday morning at uh, 930 to 1030 at Sal's on New Road in Summers Point. Thank you. Have a great <laughs> Thanks a lot, Seth. Seth Grossman, libertyandprosperity.com is the website. Check it out. A lot of good stuff on that. I'm John DeMassey. It's Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll get started with... Bob, John, Craig, Andy, and maybe you at 609-407-1450. More Talk With a Purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial services llc is not an affiliated company and we are back here on here on talk with a purpose 609-407-1450 let's start off with bob and kate may good morning bob welcome to talk hey with a good purpose. morning john hey. look that quote you read from tucker regarding uh, how white men fight the full quote if you read the full quote you can only draw one conclusion that Tucker is a really decent human being because in the full quote, he winds up realizing that that this kid, this Antifa punk getting beat up by the three uh, thugs uh, that get, could have been Proud Boy thugs or yeah. whoever they were, yeah. that it was wrong. And it was wrong for, for Tucker realized it was wrong for him to be rooting for this kid that... that 
get beat up so badly that this kid, you know, you have to have empathy for people to, despite their their political viewpoints being repulsive. They're still people. You got to care about people. That's really the, the true conclusion. Yeah. Now, I want to just tell you this here. The uh, terms of, of what a person is like, uh, you know, racist, evil people, you can feel them, you can spot them a mile away. Yeah. Now, Tucker Carlson doesn't have a racist bone in his body. I didn't think he so. Treats people, no, I didn't think he so. treats people very, very well. Charlie Kirk, who runs Turning Point USA, said in, in one of his podcasts that the young people that are on the staff at Turning Point USA, when Tucker is a speaker at their events, no other speaker treats them as well as Tucker treats them. Now, from my personal viewpoint, look, I live in the same small town that Tucker lives in in a wintertime. Very small town. We have property there. We're going to spend next winter there almost exclusively. Uh, I met Tucker about seven years ago with my wife. He was just vacationing down there. He wasn't living there. Uh, He treated us so nicely. We were just going to go. All I, I said to him, I don't want to bother you. I just want to tell you how much we like your show. And you know what he did? He said, oh, come on over here. He introduced his wife you know, to my wife. And, and, and we had a really nice 20-minute conversation. Couldn't have been nicer. The man is not a racist. Oh, I didn't think so. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the crap that, that, that the, the left-wing media and corporate media is throwing at them, trying to destroy Tucker, you know, it's all lies. Total, total lies. Oh, I thought and, so. You know, yeah, I thought so. Yeah. You know, and, but, and, 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 you know, again, it's it's a pattern of how you treat people. If you treat people like dirt, you know, if you're an evil person, it, it comes out. You know, yeah. it's, it, and, and, you know, these private... These private messages that are taken out of context, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the hatchet people in, that are pointing the finger at Tucker, let's see their text messages. Yeah. Let's reveal yeah. all their text messages. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Charlie Kirk made a, a point in this great podcast I, I think I'm going to send to you. You, sa- you um, did send it, yes. I got I it. Did send yeah. It to you. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so, yeah, look, all of us have tempers, right? Yeah, I'd hate to have somebody take a picture of me when somebody does something really dumb on the road. You know, I do not like getting cut off and getting, you know, having idiot drivers yeah. in my life in jeopardy. Yeah. You know, and I'd, I'd hate to have my face plastered all over social media when I, you know, let my temper get carried away with me. Yeah. We all do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and like to judge us by that is just so wrong, so totally wrong. And that's why social media is uh, is contributing to the demise of our society, I think. But that's another that's another issue and another story. Bob, uh, appreciate your comments and thanks a lot for the call. (sighs) Yeah, I I didn't think Tucker Carlson was a racist, but. You know, uh, the liberal media used to say one thing. Oh, racist, racist. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
we have John, Craig, and Andy, and maybe you at 609-407-1450. And we thank you guys for hanging on. We'll get to you in just a moment. But first, more talk with the purpose in just a moment. We're going to talk about B.F. Mazio because, you know, I found out more this week about the gift baskets and fruit baskets. They have this soup basket. And you're saying to yourself, how could you have a soup basket? Well, it's easy. You put a couple of soups and a couple of crackers, and it's like probably one of the most inexpensive baskets they have. So you check that out and find out what's in the soup basket. You can do that. And, you know, we had a couple of weeks of cold weather, and it was like we're in we're in May, and we're like 50 degrees, and we're probably eating a lot of soup. So you may want to check that out. But also for Mother's Day. I suggest what you what you want to do maybe is these fruit flower arrangements and BF Mazio really does a great job. In fact, there's one particular arrangement and it's a watermelon and they call it the red basket. And what it is is really just a big large watermelon and they kind of cut it a certain way and it really is a a neat thing so you can check that out as well but there's a lot of different ideas and maybe you want to send mom just a regular gift basket from uh, bf mazio and of course you're going to do other things that goes without saying but that's what you do for mother's day bf mazio 601 new road in northfield the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere and you'll find me there right after to the show, uh, doing my usual weekly shopping of all the fruits and all the vegetables uh, that they have there, and they are better. You, you you do the test for yourself. I've done it, and you know you buy something at the supermarket, and then you buy it at BF Mazio. It's clearly better, and they say the finest fresh fruit and produce. They are telling the truth. Best of the press, eight years in a row for gift baskets. Check them out. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. bfmazio.com is the website. More talk with a purpose right after these words. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Some early fog, otherwise a partly sunny and pleasant start to the weekend today with a high 74. Skies will be clear tonight. We're going down to 46. Sunshine followed by some clouds tomorrow. Not a bad day. The high 76. And then clouds and sun again for us on Monday with highs once again in the middle 70s. I'm AccuWeather forecaster Rose Tamburino on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And they promise the weather is going to be nice next week. And even today. How about that? No more rain. That's fine with me. Talk with the purpose of the show, and we're back, and we have the one and only John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Yes, good morning. I don't want to talk about Bonnie King Charlie, okay? So I don't care about all that <laughs> all that 
Yeah, I want to talk about alternative energy. This is from Clean Energy and Sustainability Analytics Center of Montclair State University. Hydropower relies on the use of water, st uh, waves, streams, and other moving sources of water to produce electricity. Hydropower can work wherever there is sufficient water and a strong enough flow. The kinetic force of the water moves a turbine, which in turn produces electricity. And it talks about elevation as well as uh, elevation from a waterfall, say, and also... Um, fast-moving rivers. Now, the state of New Jersey shows great potential for hydroelectricity due to our long coastline. And there's about 240 main rivers in New Jersey, and at least 12 of them can be used for hydroelectricity. My idea was to build a, an 80-foot drop, a, a, a dam, a, a, an aqueduct with an 80-foot drop from the Delaware Bay. But you don't need to do that. You can build a hydroelectric plant at Cape May Point and use the power of the waves coming off the Atlantic Ocean. And we have a lot of rivers in New Jersey that used to, to produce uh, hydropower. Now, this all comes out of the genius mind of Nikola Tesla. And Albert Einstein said he was the most intelligent man on Earth, so it holds water, uh, no pun intended. But anyway, in 1882, when Nikola Tesla was under the employ of Thomas Edison, a hydroelectric plant was built all the way back in the 19th century on the Fox River in Appleton, Wisconsin. In 1896, Nikola Tesla teamed up with George, Was uh, George Westinghouse. George Westinghouse, uh, his money, and Nikola Tesla's genius mind. And they built the Niagara Falls hydroelectric plant, power plant, which is still there and still operative. In 1909, the Great Falls in North, in North Jersey, which has a 77-foot drop, elevation that being, a dam, it was dammed up and a hydroelectric plant was built there. In 1914, they built an aqua, the Los Angeles Aqueduct, which has 14 hydroelectric plants built into it. All over America, hydroelectric plants were, were being put up. Now, so it didn't fall in deaf ears. They were listening to the man, Nikola Tesla. Now, what happened was, we'll put a kibosh on that, was uh, 1938, and they started developing oil refineries in Saudi Arabia, and 1939, the outbreak of World War II. Um, planes uh, ran on a um, low-octane uh, mixture, low-octane and uh, kerosene. Um, tanks ran on low-octane, and submarines ran on diesel. That all comes from oil. Now, how come we're not, going, we're not taking up where we left off? with hydroelectricity. Well, yeah, for one, the big shots ain't making money off of it. But there's more to it than that. I think those powers that be, if they wanted us to have alternative energy, we'd have it. The, 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 the money that's going to be used to, to bring that energy from, that, that electricity from the uh, cables underneath the water from the uh, wind farms to the mainland is going to be very expensive. Uh, wind farms don't last as long as one's built on the land. There's all, it, Seth Grossman just said all, all reasons why we shouldn't do it. But they're going to go ahead and do it anyway. And I think we live in a stupid, we live in a pot size do not error. Thank you very much. That's yeah, right, John. Thanks for the call. We certainly do have enough water in New Jersey. That's for sure. But, you know, there are other alternatives. And that we'll talk about, the, we have an update on the uh, what Don Guardian was talking about last week about the wind turbines. So we'll get to that uh, in uh, in just a moment. We have Craig in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Well, good morning, John. Good morning. That was some rain we had for last Yeah. Week. Oh, my gosh. But uh, we need that fresh water. Uh, well, first of all, I guess you know that uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. is running, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do you see how the, the – do you see how the uh, CNN and ABC and CBS and all of them are getting right behind him, pumping him up? Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not. Yeah. 
He's not giving them anything. He's, he's, he's uh, you know, I, I mean, he's a voice, but... He, They're it, not giving them no, any he, platform. These, the, the, look, see what the media does. Oh, yeah. How long have we been talking about that? Okay. <laughs> so, you know, we want to talk about the media, and I heard you talking about Tucker and the Murdochs. Yeah, and then I, you know, we talk about how cozy the Murdochs are with DeSantis, your boy. Yeah, did you know that? Yeah, they're 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 very yeah. close. Well. Did you know that the Murdochs own a publishing company? Yes. Oh, and who, who fronted that, that 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 money for the book for DeSantis? Uh, probably the Murdochs. <laughs> there you go. And who's on the board of Fox? Uh, probably uh, Ron DeSantis. No, Paul Ryan. Oh, okay. Oh, you forgot that one, uh, right? Yeah. Okay. And so who is buddies with DeSantis? Um, would it be Paul Ryan? There you go. Let's get the puzzle together here. Let's get the big picture. Bob down in Cape May, I hope you're listening because, see, you understand the playbook. That's why Jeb Bush, you know... The wars, the war bushes, you know, because uh, don't forget uh, what happened over there in Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> did, he, did they find any mass? And he started joking about it because he knew that's the only thing he could do was make fun of the biggest mistake this country ever made. And look at all the boys that came. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. Okay. So the big machine is behind on the Republican side, DeSantis. That's why you don't see Laura Trump on CNN either anymore. Did you notice that? That's right. I mean, right. on Fox. That's right. That's right. I did, see that? You see that? Yeah. All right. So I just wanted to, you know, we come up with a couple things here and there. I think, uh, and I'm not going to get to my bed. I'm going to save that for last. Okay. <laughs> you're you're tasting that meal right now. No, I'm not tasting it yet. No, no. We got to fly to get to my meal because, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm thinking. But I want to talk about the Democratic Convention. And we all know that, uh, you know, um, what's his name? Is it? Uh, oh, Joe, Joe Biden. I almost forgot. <laughs> That's a Biden. That's a Biden moment. You know, I, I, I did that on purpose. OK, the, the, they're, they're so mad at him. OK, they did he make the, the correlation over there in England? You can't imagine. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. He, he sent his wife. All right. So let's talk about that next playbook. All right. Susan Rice left him. Yeah. OK. And. She, I believe, used to sleep at the White House with the Obamas. Am I wrong? You, no, you're not wrong okay. there. Okay. And then also her husband is over at ABC, Disney, right? Yes. Okay. And so, you know, the playbook, guys, is Biden's gone. You heard this, my tinfoil hat again, because okay. so far I've been pretty good, haven't yeah. I? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So... All right, and I did say to you a long time ago, I'm going to drop the name, you're going to say, you know what, you said that over 90 days ago. Yeah. Okay. They don't have, they don't have the Iowa caucus anymore, the Democratic Party. They go down to the Carolinas. Okay, and who's from the Carolinas? Uh, the Democratic Party. Let's see. Uh, Tim Scott? Oh, no, that's nope. Republican. That's uh, Republican. Uh, Who's from the Carolinas? One more guess because my time is shortening uh, up. I know. Yeah, you. I know. Uh, no, go ahead. Give it to me. Michelle. 
Oh, yes, yes. And where's the Democratic Convention? I uh, believe it's in uh, Raleigh, Charlotte. Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Who was the center of Chicago for show? For, oh, for, yes, Barack. Barack. And so here we go. You're getting the playbook. And who yes. is now setting up everything and who's doing a book tour and signing up everybody for the Democratic Party? None other than Michelle Obama. Yes. Did I not tell you that overnight? Yeah, you did. Ago? You did. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm sticking to that one. And, you know, I have to say this. That's all due to Harry Hurley, who turned me on to Roger Stone, who I still listen to. So I got to tell you, uh, I didn't get to break that on Harry's show because we had to talk about the roads in Atlantic City and the safety. Yeah. But, uh, you know, John, I, I, I just want you to fold pretty quick because I'm going to tell you something. If you don't fold... I'm, we're going down to Mar-a-Lago for that dinner so we can maybe bump <laughs> into Donald J. Trump and I could say, hey, uh, and I, I don't, don't don't take this wrong. Okay, this is all, we joke, people. John and I, we have a little fun. Hey, look at this Shamil over here. He didn't vote for you. <laughs> yeah, but I did vote for him. No, no, no. You know, support you. Oh, you know okay, how yeah. that is. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. And so maybe we'll get a free dinner out of it because he'll get a kick out of it. Yeah. Well, that's are you, good. Are you picking up the flight? I, I, I'm, I'll pick up the flight. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Craig, thanks I'll for the call. The thanks for the call. <laughs> so he likes to gloat. What can I tell you? Talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Andy's on the line. We'll talk to him after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. More Talk with the Purpose in just a moment. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. If you would like to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net jdadv1 at comcast.net and of course you can always like us on Facebook at Talk With A Purpose at Talk With A Purpose is our Facebook address and it is Talk With A Purpose 609-407-1450 is the number Andy's in Brigantine Andy, good morning thanks for holding good morning John it's a great day in Brigantine you know how the left is always talking about second chances people deserve second chances yeah and you know it's not where you start, it's where you finish, right? Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to read the entire text from Tucker and then let people decide. And let's remember that Fox had this text. They had those videotapes that have been leaking out all week and they had Tucker's emails for the past 
all the years he's been there, but yet suddenly now they're offensive. Why didn't they? He's not fired, by the way. He's still under contract. He's still being paid. They're just keeping him off the air. But why is it that just now suddenly these things are abhorrent and they want to get rid of him? We know why, because there's an election coming up. But let me read the entire text, and then people can decide. A couple of weeks ago, I was watching video of people fighting in the street in Washington. A group of Trump guys surrounded... Sorry, the the lights in my eyes here. Uh, Oh, a group of Trump kids surrounded an Antifa kid and started pounding the living you-know-what out of him. It was three against one, at least. Jumping a guy like that is a dishonorable thing to do, obviously. It's not how white men fight. But suddenly, I found myself rooting for the mob against the man, hoping they'd hit him harder, kill him. I really wanted them to hurt the kid. I could taste it. Then, somewhere deep in my brain, an alarm went off. This isn't good for me. I'm becoming something I don't want to be. Are you following me, John? Yeah, I, yeah I'm following, yes. yes. I, I, I'm becoming something I don't want to be. Yeah. The, Antifa creep, the Antifa creep is a human being. Much as I despise what he says and does, much as I'm sure I'd hate him personally if I knew him, I shouldn't gloat over his suffering. Right. I shouldn't be bothered by it. I should remember that somewhere somebody probably loves this kid and would be upset and crushed if he were killed. If I don't care about these things, if I reduce people to their politics, how am I better than he is? Tucker Carlson, January 7th, 2021. So you see where Tucker arrived? This is almost stream of consciousness like a man writing in his diary. Right, yeah. Okay? So are you going to judge Tucker by that one sentence? Because look what immediately followed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't tell you that, see? They they take it out of context to fit their narrative. It's very simple. Well, it's, it's just like they left out the part where Donald Trump said, and now I know many of you are going to march peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol That's right. to let your voices be heard. That's right. They, they leave out that part. That's right. So you want to judge Tucker on on that? Go right ahead. You see where he started, yeah. and you see where he finished. What kind of a man is Tucker Carlson, yeah. John? Yeah, that's well, – and even Bob said it. I mean, uh, and, and Bob had a conversation with him. You know, I didn't think he was that, and I didn't think he was a racist. You know, but they they try to paint him as that to fit the narrative that well they got rid of him because of that. So it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. No, no, it doesn't. Do you, do you still have a minute, John? A couple yeah. of minutes. Yeah, I got okay. I got well actually about a minute and a half, Andy. Okay, so let's and I often call in and talk about this topic because I'm in Atlantic City constantly, and I'll talk about how I see young men of a certain color hanging around. Working age men with nothing to do, they're sitting there drinking, they're smoking dope, they're talking on their cell phones in the middle of the day instead of working. Now, I say that and it makes me sound like a racist. Yeah. But then I continue when I say that I don't blame them because the Democrats destroyed their neighborhoods. They destroyed the black family 
and they destroyed the neighborhoods. Yeah. They destroyed the schools. So if you grow up without a father because your family's been destroyed and you don't have someone who's setting you straight and teaching you right from wrong, and if you don't have a school who's properly educating you, then you turn out to be someone who, in, the, in your working years, is hanging around in the middle of the day, smoking dope, drinking and talking on your cell phone instead of working. Right. But I put that at the foot of the Democrats. They intentionally destroyed those cities because those people are now dependent and must vote for the party who's promising to give them free stuff. So if you fix their neighborhoods and they're self-sufficient and doing well, they don't need you. They may not necessarily vote for you. So am I I a racist now, John? I've explained. No. When you explain it and you let me finish, I'm blaming the Democrats. They've destroyed these black communities on purpose to make the people who live there dependent on them so that they will vote for them. And that's the gist. So follow the whole thing. Don't just take a couple of words. Listen to the whole sentence, the whole paragraph. Read the whole text. All right, Andy. Don't thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Well, well said. <laughs> they just take a little bit and they say, oh, racist, racist. We've heard this before. It's the same playbook, okay? Talk with the purpose of the show. Boy, hour number one really flew by. Hour number one is in the books already. Hour number two on the way. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about Hunter Biden and other things. Talk with a Purpose continues. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good to have you with us. You can hear us on 95.5, also 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. So wherever you go, you can take us with you. And we love it. 609-407-1450 is the number here. I'll, uh, I'll get to Linda in a moment, but, um, couple of things. As you heard Don Guardian say on the program last week, Republican state lawmakers and other New Jersey opponents of offshore wind projects called on Wednesday for a 30 to 60 day moratorium on construction work at such sites to see if it would lead to a decrease in whale deaths. Um, This hearing came a week after Democrats who controlled the legislature and the governorship held a similar hearing and many of New Jersey's Major environmental groups said, you ready for this? The greatest danger to whales is climate change, not offshore wind generation. <laughs> what did you think they'd say? They're, they're probably the same ones that said, oh, there's no, no correlation between the uh, offshore wind drilling and the, the whale deaths. No, no. Well, how did they know that? How did they know that right away? 
And now, of course, it's climate change. That's a threat to whales. That's what's causing this. So we'll see where this goes. But, I, I mean, we're all in favor of the 30 to 60-day moratorium on that. We'll keep you posted. What I wanted to really talk about this hour, Hunter Biden. <laughs> do, do we have to talk about him anymore? Um prosecutors are nearing a decision and i say they will end up i say this they will end up not charging him but right now they're nearing a decision on whether to charge him with tax and gun related violations the culmination of a four-year investigation that republicans have sought to portray the violent the biden family as corrupt can you imagine that? The Biden family is corrupt? Oh. Accordingly, U.S. Attorney David Weiss appears to be near the end of a decision on the matter. If that was Trump, it would have been four weeks, not four years. Supposedly, Hunter Biden lied on his gun application in 2018, where he admittedly smoked crack. But on the federal form... Related to the purchase, he answered no to the question of whether he was an unlawful user of or addicted to marijuana or any depressant, stimulant, narcotic, drug, or any other controlled substances. Hunter is not. Come on. Hunter, a drug addict? No. Are you kidding me? He answered no on the on the form. So... He lied, okay? (laughs) That's unusual. A Biden lying? We've never heard that before. So uh, the troubles don't stop there. He was also ordered, and you may have heard on the show before me earlier, that he uh, appeared this week in an Arkansas courtroom in an ongoing case between him and the mother of a four-year-old, of his four-year-old child they had together, Hunter's lawyer's citing substantial material change in his income. Does he have a job? What? I don't understand this. What does Hunter Biden do except collect money from sources that his father set up? I I, I don't know. What is his income? So he's currently ordered to pay, you ready for this? 20000 a month in child support. For one four-year-old, that's a lot of child support. <laughs> <laughs> Think you could live on that, Chris? Yeah. 20000 a month? <laughs> so uh, he's in a bit of trouble for that. He's in trouble for the the gun lying. And they're going to – are they going to prosecute him? I say they won't. I say they may drop this. But I hope he gets prosecuted. And then all this stuff comes out. So we'll see. Maybe he can go to daddy and say, uh, you know, can you help me out here? A little uh, – like about, about a million dollars to – Pay off some debt. <laughs> uh, the plot thickens. Linda and Abseekin is on the line. Good morning, Linda. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Hello, John. Great show. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. I miss Matt, but Bob Progner is doing a good job as lead-in. Well, we'll never, we'll, we'll never have another lead-off hitter, but Bob's, you're right. Bob, Bob is a, he, he's doing a good job. I hate Bob. Bob, Bob's, Bob's really astute. He's, 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 he, he, he won't disappoint. He's different than that, but uh, yeah, he's doing a pretty good job. So, 
Um, <clears throat> now, in regards to your lead-off this morning, you know, Attorney General Barr said that the federal government had evidence that Antifa hijacked legitimate protests around the country to engage in lawlessness, yeah. violent rioting, yeah. arson, looting of businesses, and public property assaults, assaults on law enforcement. That was uh, that was uh, uh, looting of businesses and public property. And but now new new thought: assaults on law law enforcement officers and innocent people, and even the murder of a federal agent. And and earlier. President Donald Trump at the time had instructed the United States Justice Department to designate Antifa as a terrorist organization. So I think one of the key words in, in, in uh, Tucker's little dialogue um, when he was um, talking about life and yeah. what he sees was the word Antifa. So he's talking about three ordinary, I'll say, I presume three ordinary white men dealing with whom or what? Antifa. Yeah. And aren't most of those people white? Yeah. So, I mean, really, uh, I don't know what's going to happen to this country. I mean, it feels over every day. I know my husband says, just show me. He's my husband will say, "I want to think. I want to think like you people. I want to. I want to think. I want to think. Um, yeah, you know, the pendulum swings back and forth, and pretty soon it'll go in the right direction. I want to think like that." He says, "But, but tell me, what have you seen in the past several years, even a little more than several years? What have you seen that makes you think this is going to happen?" Because I want to feel like you. So help me out here. Because he doesn't see anything. But God, we're, we're done. I, I don't see how. The, they, they have too much invested to ever let us have another election. Everything is riding on what, has, what is going down with this great reset. I mean, look what they, look what they did to our cars. America, the American automobile. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Fossil fuels. Can't have it. We want this, the, 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 the green plan, which, by the way, not one, what, not one turbine farm has been done in Europe in the past year. So, um, yeah, no, it doesn't look good for us. Yeah, but, we're, we're uh, going the wrong way. No, no question, Linda. We're going <clears> the wrong way. We're, and, and some of these, some of the things I'm going to talk about later on. Uh, even furthers that point we're going the wrong way so i don't know what to tell you except i hope i hope i hope they do not elect joe biden again. do you seriously think and i really you know maybe it's the influence of my husband does anybody out there think that we can ever win another election that that if in the middle of the night say trump has 95 million. Trump, whoever's running against him, you know, they'll, 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 they'll stop short in the middle of the night, make a few adjustments, and that person will be ahead by 97 million. You know, it just, this is just the way our yeah, elections yeah, go. Yeah, it, it's sad. It's sad. I, 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 hey, I hope you're wrong and I hope I'm wrong, but boy, and, I'm, and afraid, say, I'm well, afraid we're right. I'm afraid you're right, yeah. 
just one more thing. They'll say, well, you know, we have to concentrate on the independent voters, you know, the independent voters. Okay. You know, pretty, 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 pretty important faction at yes. one time. Yes. I don't know about now because I still, I really believe what this Trevor Loudon said really has merit in it. He said, Trump, he, he more or less said, you know, at, at uh, Liberty and Prosperity's meeting, you know, more or less, uh, you know, like, don't give up, you know, have a little bit of hope. And this is the only place that I, I have a little bit of hope. He says, Trump won that election by 80 million. All right, we know they say 70-some, but he won by 80 million. And he said, and then there's another 30 million out there that wish they had voted for him, had had a voted for him, yeah. after experiencing what we're living through now. So. Now, if that's the case, maybe we stand a chance if, 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 the, uh, if the voting machines aren't rigged electronically. Yeah, yeah. Linda, thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. And well said, as always. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Thank you, sir. Yeah, um, my brother had taken a business management course over at PA, and he said one of the first things he learned was, even if you found a better job, don't lose your old job until you're securely employed with a new job. But that same principle can be applied to them blowing up the BL England generating plant before they have the wind farms built. That just shows you that the career politicians never held a real job. For God's sakes, man. Um... I want to just say that, um, yeah, we are going in the wrong direction. Now, we have the cleanest uh, coal um, plants going in America, but they're they're burning coal over in China. They're polluting the atmosphere over in China. But nothing to see here and move along. You know, the uh, the Premier Petroleum uh, Institute is in Washington, D.C. That's not that far from Rehoboth Beach. Now, the big guy didn't send his son there to get educated. And at the same time, Joe uh, Hunter Biden had a job with Burisma, which is the premier petroleum and gas company over in uh, Ukraine. And my, my man was making 80000 bucks a month. If you take a look at uh, Hunter Biden's paintings, man, they look like germs under a microscope. Germ warfare. Friggin' germ warfare on the canvas is outselling uh, the master class painter Rembrandt. There's something wrong with this picture. Thanks. Thanks, John. Hunter Biden outselling Rembrandt. That's a That's a good one. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's just as talented as Rembrandt, <laughs> right? <laughs> Does he still have that job at Barista? I, I, I wonder. Well, what's his? Oh, he doesn't have to worry about money. His daddy's the president, and he's a multimillionaire <laughs> on a senator's salary and a vice president's salary. Go figure that one out. <laughs> Mike in Northfield. Mike, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Ah, this country. Now read the Tucker text where he hates Trump and he calls him demonic. Yeah. And he can't stand him in the last four years were a total embarrassment. Read those texts out. Can you read them from front to back where he hates Trump's guts? Uh, I, I, I heard about that one. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do, you, do you like that he lies to you on the air and then secretly hates him? Well, I don't I don't I don't know what. That and, and if you called your boss the c word, a female boss the c word, oh, would you get fired? We, would you get fired like in, he did in three seconds? In three seconds. What? Well, that's what he did. Why are you why are you standing up for him? He's well, a liar to all the public that followed him, and he treated everybody there like crap. And he hates Trump's guts. Thank you, Tucker. And thank you, Donald Trump, for ruining the Republican Party and just crushing it and defeating it every which way you can. Thank you for selling those fake digi baseball cards that Linda bought. Thank you for selling those books that nobody can. What a joke Trump is, isn't he? <laughs> Tucker told, pointed it all out that he hates his guts because he's a moron. And you guys are all morons too, but keep the faith. Keep voting for Trump. Well, we will. 
Thank you for the call, Mike. <laughs> There's one in every crowd, isn't there? Don Purdy is on the line. And uh, I, I will say that uh, I've heard the name many times, but I've never had the pleasure of uh, speaking to him. So, Don, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Hey, John. Good morning. Good morning. I was uh, I was driving down the road, and I, I just happened to turn the radio on, which, I believe it or not, I don't listen to too often. And I, I heard you come on, and I've been wanting to call in for quite some time. And, you know, you know how lives go. But um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm driving, and I'm like... Let me call in because, you know, you know, obviously uh, your values and my values are very similar. Um, and, you know, there's so many double standards going on. I know you've talked about them on your show yeah. over and over yeah. about, you know, how we value a Republican or a Democrat when it comes down to, you know, who's who's persecuting who. Um, but, you know, you're on the right track. I just want to say thank you uh, for sticking up for what's right out there. And we're doing the best to uh, to fight for what's right and try to put the right people in the office. It's tough out there because they, they make it so nobody wants to run for office because when they run for office, you know, the Democrats just destroy you. Um, you know, not just not just on your values, but your personal life and everything else. And, you know, you're seeing this happen like your last caller with Donald Trump. I mean, you know, whether you like Trump or not. His his uh, policies are good. He's not the best at um, at delivering them, his message. But he's he's usually right. I mean, when you go back and talk, when I was he was campaigning, and he said that they were wiretapping him. It was true. Yeah. When he turns around and he says that um, you know the, the the laptop, it was true. When he comes back and he says that you know China on the virus, it's true. Um, so everything that comes out of a lot of these Republicans' mouths on the uh, national side is automatically uh, false and, and put away and stored away until um, the public uh, gets the version that is correct. And, and, you know, and then it gets on the 11th page instead of the front page, right? Yeah. Oh, oh of course. Absolutely. So, uh, Don, I'm glad you called. Uh, what are you doing right now? Because I, I know I hear you on Harry a lot. On, on, and uh, what's, your, uh, what's your role in uh, politics right now? So um, I, I, I uh, took over for Keith Davis. I'm the uh, chairman for Atlanta County Republican Organization. And um, so we're pretty busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we got a lot going on. We got a great slate, obviously, this year um, with, with Vince Palestina and Don Gordy and Claire Swift and Danny Levinson. Um, you know, Joe Donahue who's running again for sheriff. Um, you get John Risley. John Risley's a big vote getter. And June Burns we have and Andrew Parker. There's a lot of local towns that are up. But the Republican organization right now um, is stronger than ever. And we've got we've got people that are on the bench that want to run. Um, and the Democrats do not have any. And it's a sh it's a shame for the Democrat side. It's good for the Republican side. Yeah. But there's a lot there's a lot of people out there that I know that are that are good Democrats that are saying to themselves, this ain't my party. My party's gone. Right. My party came away from me. This, you know, um, you know, this is not the John F. Kennedy uh, Democrat Party. That's true. Um, yeah, you know, that's true. Jeff Andrew is a, is a big one of them. Listen, no matter if you liked Jeff Andrew or you didn't, I was always a supporter of Jeff's, even when he was a Democrat. Uh, he was a Second Amendment guy. He was a conservative guy. Of course, he had to do some things that the party wanted him to do to be able to stay where he was at. But for him to come over to the Republican Party, it wasn't a real hard stretch for him because the party has shifted in the last five years so bad. I mean, look at Anheuser Busch. Um, you know, boy, oh boy. these these companies are yeah. influencers. You know, yeah. look yeah. what happened. 
Yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question, Don. Uh, what sure. sacrificial lamb are you getting? Are the Democrats getting to run against Denny Levinson? <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest with you, and and I, no disrespect to the Democrats uh, at all. I, I I don't know any of them. I um I do know um Terrence Fitzpatrick. Um, you know I I do know her. Yeah. Being recognition wise. Yeah, so. she's been on but here too. Them, I, she's been on the yeah, show too. Yeah, the rest of yeah, the rest of them. I, I John, I'm not I'm not trying to insult anybody. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him, um, yeah. you know, and and I don't need to know him because, yeah. you know, one of my things is concentrate on what we're doing. That's right. What our messaging is moving forward, you know, and I don't want to trash anybody. Um, but when they do come out and they want to start trashing us, you better be prepared because, um, you know, we have great candidates. Uh, we're funded well. It's usually the other way around, John. Yeah. I mean, if you see you see Camden is the big the big money guy. He comes in and he funds all these guys, but that's not happening now because they have horrible candidates. N- not that they're bad people, but the name recognition wise yeah, and where yeah. they stand is horrible. And you know, you got you got the um, Norcross fighting with Scatari, which is the president of the Senate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. so Norcross fighting with Murphy. Uh, all this stuff is 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 a path for success for Republicans. Yeah. Um, and and I'm not arguing with it. No. Well, Don, uh, uh, thanks a lot for calling, and uh, continue to call if you like, okay? I will. I appreciate the time, John. Okay. Keep up the good work. All Thank right. you for thanks. all you do. Thanks. Thanks for the call. Talk with the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. 609-407-1450. We'll talk to Andy after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. But first... Want to talk about, well, we talked about the best produce around in Mazio, and now the finest automobile on the market in Lexus. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. You know, it's been almost three years, and my lease is almost up. So what am I going to do? I'm leaning towards the SUV, and Lexus has several models of SUVs that I'm sure you will like and other people will like as well. I see a lot of Lexus SUVs on the road today and I see a lot of Lexus in general. Uh, the finest automobile on the market today consistently rated by Consumer Reports as one, two or three when it comes to uh, customer care and when it comes to service and when it comes to just an overall uh, quality vehicle that's Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road, EHT, online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. Uh, I'm going to have it serviced one more time and then uh, kind of riding it out for for this. But, you know, it, the time goes by. I mean, it seems like I just leased it not too long ago, but it was 2020 when I leased it. So here we are, 2023, three years later, and uh, I'm about to get a new one. So uh, that's my story. But your story is you could go pre-owned. I mean, there are several pre-owned vehicles that you'll love at Lexus of Atlantic City. Again, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Check out the website first, aclexus.com, aclexus.com. And then if you like, go over and test drive one, test drive two, and you will be convinced that it is one of the finest automobiles on the market today. Lexus of Atlantic City, again, 3169 Fire Road EHT, online, aclexus.com. Coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment.
I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Nine years ago, South Jersey Gas Company had a great idea. They wanted to build a natural gas pipeline between Millville and the electric power plant near milepost 28 of the Garden State Parkway. It would have been underground along Route 49, an existing paved road. It would have brought cheap, clean, and abundant natural gas from Pennsylvania to the power plant and to local homes and businesses. Woke Democrats used one blatant lie after another to block it. They falsely claimed the pipeline would cause forest fires and poison water in the Pinelands. Every Stockton professor and high school science teacher knew these were lies, but they all kept quiet. Now the power plant is gone. We'll soon have blackouts and big hikes in gas and electric bills. Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. We are back here on Talk With a Purpose. I want to tell you how you can listen to any of our shows at any time, just whenever you feel like it. If you can't sleep, well, <laughs> you know, you get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and you can't fall back to sleep. Well, you Google on your computer John DeMassey podcasts, and they all come up. So you can be sure that you'll probably fall asleep listening to a couple of the shows. What can I tell you? Hey, a sleep remedy. I'm going to market that. All right? You can just Google John DeMassey podcast anytime, and they all come up. It's sort of like the radio on demand, if you will. So check that out anytime. Talk with a purpose. And speaking of Talk With a Purpose, it's Andy and Brigantine. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Andy, welcome back. Round two, John. <laughs> okay. Uh, by, by the way, uh, I, I just uh, I heard your Lexus uh, ad spot, and I have to tell you, uh, I just purchased my first Lexus, um, uh, I guess, uh, about a month or six weeks ago. Welcome to the club. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, I, I, uh, I've been around cars Almost since I came out of the womb, I've been a car guy. Um, and most of my life, I've driven Lincolns. I, I've had many Lincoln Town cars. I had a, a Lincoln Mark. Uh, I've had like eight Lincolns. But they stopped making Lincoln Town cars in 2011. And uh, so I, I have to find something else. And I have to tell you, uh, I actually purchased three Lincoln ES350s within one week from private owners. Uh, because I, you know, I got a good deal and I figured, you know, if I didn't keep it, I would sell it. Cause I'm, I'm in that business now as well. I, I have a dealer's license. I buy and sell. So, uh, I bought three of them and then I decided which of the three I was going to keep. And I'm going to tell you something. Um, you could drive a brand new Lexus or you can drive a Lexus with 150, 200,000 miles on it. And you cannot tell the difference. That's right. That's right. Uh, these cars, I, I, Again, I've driven a lot of cars. I've owned a lot of cars. Literally blown away by how these cars handle, perform, ride. And even the ES350, which is not a big car, it's it's basically the Toyota Camry. Yeah. The, the ride in that car is as good as a town car, which is a much bigger car, which you would expect a better ride in a bigger car. Right. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm, that's going to be my brand. You know, I'm going to ride the brand out now until they put me in the ground. I'm going to be a Lexus guy. So. Well, well, welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now on to um, the uh, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden thing. 
there were a couple of polls, and, and they've been out a, a while. One of them is that 79% of Americans believe that had the country known about the Hunter Biden laptop story, that the election would have been completely different. It would have been Trump. 79% of Americans believe that. Okay. 16% of voters said that had they known about the Hunter Biden laptop story, they would have voted for Donald. They would have voted differently. 16%. Now, Joe Biden claims he got 81 million votes. Okay. 16% of 81 million is 12.9 million votes. That means 12.9 million people would not have voted for Joe Biden had they known about the Hunter Biden laptop. John, do you know how, do you know how many votes Joe Biden won by? He uh, won by 43,000 votes wow. across three swing states. Wow. 43,000 votes across Three swing states. Jeez. Do you think 12.9 million votes yeah, oh, would that, have changed the outcome of the election? That would have done it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So now you know. Now you know why they didn't tell us about the Hunter Biden laptop story. Sure. Sure. Okay. And now you know why, even though Fox has had Tucker's emails and, and videotape and texts all these years, why now suddenly are they leaking out. Why now suddenly do they pull him off the air? Well, we have the most important election in this country's history yeah. coming up. Yeah. And 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 they didn't fire Tucker, but they're keeping him off the air throughout the remainder of his contract unless he buys them out or unless his lawyers get him out of it. But they will keep Tucker off the air through the twenty twenty four election. That's why these emails They've been wanting to get rid of him for a while, but now they found the justification in these emails and texts, which they've had possession of for years. It's it's pretty it's pretty breathtaking when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it sure is. And, and uh, also, what about uh, Facebook and the role they played in that? Because they kept it off. The, they kept it off. They kept well, off the, the Hunter Biden thing. You know. Yeah. The, you know. Well, well, well. We know. Because Mark Zuckerberg told us that he was paid a visit by, uh, I don't know if it's the FBI, CIA, uh, uh, basically warning him about this false information that yeah. was coming. Yeah. And, and basically telling him not to put this stuff on, on Facebook to censor it. So anytime anybody posted the New York Post's story about the Hunter Biden laptop, they would take it down. Okay, and as Barack Obama has famously said, the only people who don't want to disclose the truth are the people with something to hide. That's yeah. his quote. Yeah. Okay, so we know why they did it, um, and and now we we have to see. Okay, now what are they going to do in 2024? Because they can't do COVID anymore. You, you heard the, the World Health Organization removed COVID now as a as a, as an emergency. They took it off their list yeah. of emergencies yes. now. Yes, and COVID is now the fourth uh, the fourth biggest killer uh, of people. Uh, where it, I guess it was uh, close to it might have been number two. I think cancer still beat it, but um, so they can't use COVID anymore. What what's going to be the next tact that they employ? 
to cheat in 2024. Well, you know, I'm not saying that with Tucker not on the air that that that's going to do it. But certainly you have the most important Tucker was to television what Rush Limbaugh was to radio. That's right. And I and I would have said that that Tucker was basically the heir apparent to, to Rush Limbaugh because because he had a way of um, of of expressing his thoughts with the right words. He had he has such a command of the English language. They're trying different people on Fox to fill in. Uh, during this time, but there, there's not one person at Fox who is at that level. I mean, Sean Hannity, please. <laughs> you know, you can watch Sean's show Monday and Friday, and it's the same show. Yes, he, he that's keeps right. Repeating this, he that's keeps right. repeating the same phrase. If I hear it's an Adam Schiff show one more time, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> well, I don't watch Fox anymore. I literally... It's very difficult, but I really, I literally pulled the plug. I have not watched Fox in my own home. Now, sometimes I'm in somebody else's home, they have it on. But I have not put Fox on in my home. This is, the people have the power, John. They don't realize it. Look at what they did to Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to do the same thing with Fox News. That's right. And they have to do the same thing with, with these Fox affiliate radio stations that are now sucking up and changing their views on things so that they can keep 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 in good stead with the muckety mucks at Fox. Yeah. I mean these are people these are people who um they really do hate this country. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Rupert Murdoch's sons uh, they're they might as well be card-carrying liberals. You know? I mean, uh, Lachlan Murdoch, he, he <laughs> I, I can't figure that guy, but I, I can figure him out. Born with a silver spoon in his mouth, so what does he care? You know, what does he care about ratings? You know, that that's no, what I see. Yeah, you know, the younger Murdochs, their wives are extremely liberal. Oh yes, I mean, the, the, these oh, are yes. these are the 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 white college age educated suburban women that we talk about that 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 vote Democrat. You know, yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting, John. Um, bringing in all these millions of illegals and, uh, and and I've talked about this I think the Flash John in Ocean City has talked about yeah. uh, Andrew Cloward and Francis Fox Piven they were, they were radical professors in the 1960s and 70s they eventually got married and they came up with what has been called the Cloward Piven strategy and their strategy to collapse our capitalist system was to overload it with so many people who basically were getting government checks, subsidies, help from the government to the point where the government could no longer sustain it. It, it, it. They could no longer issue the checks and the whole system would just collapse. Yeah. And, you know, you, you see what happened in Greece when, when, when uh, they could no longer, you know, they told, you know, in Greece you can retire when you're like 50, 52 or something like that. And then people retired and then they said, oh, by the way, we're sorry. We did promise you we would take care of you the rest of your lives now, but we don't have the money, so you're on your own. And the people came out with, with Molotov cocktails and, and pitchforks and, 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 and you know, uh, against the, the, the government buildings. That's coming here. I mean, you're, 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 you're overburdening the system with so many people who were taking out and yeah. not enough people putting in. Putting in, that's and right. That's, 
That's right. And that's why they're going to arm the IRS. You know, the IRS is buying up all these weapons because they're going to go after the little guys and they're going to use force to get more money out of you to keep these these free checks going to all these people they're bringing in. But, you know, John, this thing may, may turn to, out to backfire on them. They're just assuming that all of these illegals are going to vote Democrat when they get the chance to vote. And I'm sure plenty of them are, but I'm going to tell you, a lot of people, the, the, the one thing about the, the, the people coming in, um, you know, you talk about the Hispanics, they tend to be religious people. They tend to be family oriented. They tend to work hard. And I, I have a sneaking suspicion that they don't like a lot of what's going on, particularly the people who came here legally. Okay, and Andy, now watching um, these others come here illegally, you know, it, it, it may turn out. Wouldn't wouldn't it be delicious, John, if most of the people they're bringing in when they give them the chance to vote end up voting for the Republicans? That's right. That would be. Thanks for the call, Andy. Got to move on. Good stuff. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. It's talk with a purpose every Saturday nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. We'll talk to William in Galloway, and maybe we'll talk to you after the break. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. More talk with a purpose after these words. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. Don't look now, but Mother's Day is almost here. So what do you get for mom? How about a fresh fruit flower arrangement from BF Mazio? Yes, it's fruit that looks like a flower arrangement, and you can eat it too. You can't do that with flowers. Or how about a BF Mazio gift certificate? It's just another way to say thanks to mom. BF Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield. The home of the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Online at bfmazio.com. That's bfmazio.com. Here at WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather Forecast for South Jersey. Partly sunny this afternoon, just a great day to be outside, the high 74. Stars will be out tonight under mainly clear skies, low 46. Sun followed by increasing clouds to wrap the weekend tomorrow, high 76. Times of clouds and sun when you kick off the new week Monday, high 76. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you miss any of today's show... Or if you want to hear it again, you liked it so much, you can tune in tomorrow, Sunday, 5 till 8. It's our Talk With a Purpose replay every Sunday, 5 until 8, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. See that? So nice we play it twice. <laughs> Did I just say that? <laughs> oh, that was an old one. <laughs> 
I was a kid when I first heard that one. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. William in Galloway. William, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Now, should I turn my radio off or just talk to you? Uh, just talk to me. Okay. I'm going to just talk to you. You know, I'm sitting here. I was driving. I'm 77 years old. I pulled over alongside the road, and I'm listening to all the experts. <laughs> uh, whether you're a politician or whether you're a car dealer, I've had every known vehicle, different companies, and I will say you take care of them, they take care of you. I know Lexus is the Cadillac, but you know what? I'm happy to drive something that doesn't cost half as much, and if I take care of it, I have vehicles that have 250,000 miles on them and still running good. Change the oils, do normal stuff. That's how I have a vehicle that lasts a long time. But what I'm talking about, I wanted to call you about, I'm 77. Okay. I look at politics, and you know what? When you hit 70, I'm talking to myself personally. I was pretty sharp my whole life, had a major illness. But I see where anybody that's over 70 should not be in politics. I know Donald Trump is sharp and he's a multimillionaire and I like his policy. I don't like his mouth, but I like his policy. Me too. If somebody would smack him and say, shut up and listen, maybe he would have been reelected. Whatever reason he wasn't. You blame this, you blame that. I am upset sometimes when I fill out an application for something and they ask me my high school or my education level. Well, I graduated with a GED. I didn't even graduate high school. I knew guys that were multi-millionaires, didn't even fi finish grade school. I say that you educate yourself when you become an adult. Yeah, You get out in the cruel world. You make a living, and you reward yourself for working hard. Yes. I've done it. My brother's done it. Everybody I know. Now, the bums, and I'm going to tell you, the ones that found the shortcut, like they, how would you say this? They think they're a little sick, or they think they're a little hurt, so they go on disability. That's what's draining our system, people oh, oh yeah. that are lazy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no question about that. No question. William, thank nope. you for the call. Thank you for the call. Uh, yeah. I mean, what can you say? Uh, and, and how about the people, and, and I know some of them, that don't have a job and living off the government's payroll? I mean, just getting money for getting money. Can't work. Don't work. <sighs> it's too much. Joanne and Ventner. Joanne, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. John, it's Joanne Platt. I wanted to tell you, and a lot of people don't seem to know, but Biden showered with his daughter. Jeez. He did? How does that grab you? <laughs> oh, my God. And you would ask me how I know. How you know. <laughs> she, she had a diary. And she was visiting somebody, and she left the diary with her friends, and I guess they called the FBI, 
because in it it said that she would hide certain nights till 12 o'clock at night so he wouldn't find her. Oh, man. That's Can you dis- imagine that's what disturbing. a scumbag yeah. he is? Well, we know he's a scumbag. I know he was a yeah. scumbag, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> so God, have I. you ever heard of showering with your father? Oh, that's that's a, that's really disturbing. Yeah. You know, yeah, I thought you ought to know. Yeah, that you know what? You won't see that on NBC. No, you won't. <laughs> but you know what? I can't get over that they fired Tucker. I can't either. I I'm really shocked at that. Why would they fire him? I mean, he I I turn on they have that black guy. He's very nice. But I shut it off, and then I wait till Hannity comes on. Yeah, well, you and uh, I'm about sure everybody else does the same. The thing. same. That's right. That the ratings have. I mean, it's like it's like a roller coaster going downhill, and that's how bad the ratings are. So because I, he was a his attitude and everything was so wonderful. Yeah, and he talked to people like a human being. I I I don't know, Joanne. I believe me. Whether I agreed with him or not, if I'm running that network, he's the last person I let go. Well, who's running the network? Well, the the Murdochs. <laughs> well, oh, it's the, the Suns. The Suns, yeah. That the Suns are running it. Yeah, yeah. Well, no wonder. Yeah. Well, uh, supposedly uh, the wives are very, very liberal. So uh, you know, it. It. it, it I think yeah, Fox. We're talking about a business. Yeah. Well. But see, when you have that kind of money, Joanne, you don't worry about ratings or the bottom line. I mean, you just you just go on and you do what you yeah, want. If you're a good business person, well, that, you, worry. That, that, you want it to be a success. Of course, you, you don't do. want it to go down the drain. Well, I don't care how rich you are. Yeah, but they they obviously don't care because they uh, they did well, what they the did. Second generation, they didn't build that, it. That's right. That's right. That's right. My father used to say one to three generations and you're broke. That's right. That's exactly right. And that's true. The stats prove it. You know, first to second generation, then second to third. Boy, it, it's it's like. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Joanne, thank you for the call. Biden sleeping with his or showering with his daughter. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. Would you? Yeah. Don is in Ocean View. Don, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Uh, very good. Uh, I'm a Trump man. Uh, we know we wouldn't be where we are today if he were in and this idiot was out. And uh, I, that guy, your caller, Mike, I would like to meet him any day and <laughs> so, have a discussion with him. So would I. Very, yeah, he was a very, very sick man. Very yeah. sick man. <laughs> but I, I just have to say, uh, I... I just hope and I pray that we can pull it out in 2024 because uh, if we don't, things are really, really going to be bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, no question. No question and, about uh, it. Hopefully the people will wake up and it's I just can't even imagine how people can be so spiteful of one person to vote for Joe Biden. I don't even know how, but I, I still feel there were. I don't know about the machines, but I think there was ballot uh, stuffing and all that going on. I do believe that happened, but I just hope we can pull it out in 2024. I do, too. And, and you know, 
I'm beginning to think uh, the show on that's uh, on before me on Saturdays. They were saying that they think Biden's going to win, and and I'm afraid of that. I really am afraid of that because, you know, those of us on this side, we we know what's what's happening. But you know, people on the other side, they oh, it's all right, it's okay. He's accomplished so much. What has he accomplished? He's never accomplished anything. That's right. What he he has accomplished, he sucked the the taxpayers for fifteen plus years. That's That's right. That's right. He's he's accomplished. He's become a millionaire, a multimillionaire, by just being around, And, and that's it. I mean, how yeah. do you how do you afford four houses, five houses on a senator's salary? Figure yeah. that one out. <laughs> I agree with you. And I always I've said this to many of my friends. Most of the people, most of the politicians in Washington, they despise Donald Trump because he's earned his money. Yes. And they had to steal their money. That's right. That's right. Yes, that's yes. right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the call, Don. We really appreciate it. Yeah, well, that's why they don't like Trump, among other things. And really, the 2020 vote, whether it was rigged or not or whatever you want to say, was really about Donald Trump. They voted for Biden because he wasn't Trump. That's it. And look what you got. A mess. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. we got another hour plus to talk about a lot of things. We'll talk to Al after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. We'll come back with more Talk with the Purpose in hour number two as we wrap it up after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at Yakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here and talk with the purpose if you want to email me during the week, JD. A-D-V-1 at Comcast.net. J-Dad-V-1 at Comcast.net. Email me anything you like. Uh, pros, cons, and uh, thanks to Kevin and thanks to J-A for... Uh, <laughs> they send me a lot of stuff and weeding through it. Yeah, I, I get some stuff uh, for the show. 
So thanks a lot for that, and thank you for the emails. JDADV1 at Comcast.net. And, of course, you follow us on Facebook at Talk With a Purpose. At Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. Talk With a Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm going to get to Al in just a minute, but I, I got to tell you this one. The Starbucks CEO. You ready for this? And this is, we talked about Disney and Ron DeSantis and Florida. This is where I say, stay in your lane. The CEO of Starbucks said, ready? If you support traditional marriage, don't buy our coffee. What? And my niece, every time she passes a Starbucks, she has to go in. Well, guess what? She can go in all she wants. But I will never, never, ever, ever buy a Starbucks coffee. I don't like the coffee anyway. I mean, I, to me, I think it's lousy coffee. But can you imagine if you support traditional marriage, don't buy our coffee? Are you kidding me? Can't make this stuff up. That's why CEOs should... CEO and and not give comments on social issues. Al in Corbin City. Al, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. And people think that this is not a, a moral problem. That's yeah. a perfect example. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, what what has destroyed the African American community? Oh, no yeah. Fathers in the household. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay? What 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 has destroyed the family in in, in an African American community besides that abortion? Yeah, more babies are aborted than are born in, in the city of New York. That's a perfect example. They, you know they don't like you let get all those little things out. Okay. Yeah. But yet, but yet, it's the, the Republicans, conservatives, and Christians that are ones that are standing up for these people. No matter their color or their race, but yet you would think that we're the evil ones. Yeah, we're the ones stopping things from going on. When in, 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 do you think that in this country that teachers would sit there and tell a child that they could take something that their parents don't know anything about? Do you, and it, in Oregon, they've said that you can't adopt a child if you're a Christian. Did you know that? No. <laughs> That's a good oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good because, one. <laughs> well, because we're against homosexuality. Oh, jeez. Not even against it. I, I don't, that's not even a fair... Uh, we, as Christians, understand what sin is according to the Word of God. Okay? Doesn't mean that we all... I mean, I don't always agree with it. But I agree with God. And so, because of it, I am. A, I've been, I had friends of mine that didn't want to have anything to do with me because they know I'm a Christian, yeah. even though I don't condemn the way they live their lives. Yeah, I figure that's between them and God. That's right. But yet they don't want that for me. Double. They don't want that for you. Double standard. Double standard. That's right. Double standard is and, right. And until until people wake up and realize it, if you're on the other side, okay. Don't you want me to have the same rights that I want want you to have? Sure. It doesn't seem it, does it? No, it doesn't. No, no. That's my comment. Yeah. God Uh, bless you. uh, And I hope people will turn around and realize that we need to get back to God and get back to our common sense. That's right. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Al. Well, yeah. 
I don't know what to tell you, but but it's it it's true. There is a double standard. It's like you know Tucker Carlson says. I, I, that's not how white people fight. And of course, he goes on to say what he says, and and he's really meaning something else. But they turn it into, well, he's racist, and anything you say can be construed as racist. You know, they were talking earlier, I heard the show on this morning before me, and they were talking about Biden and where they bring up his age. And it is a legitimate concern because he can't get a sentence out. And obviously he is compromised. But, oh, that's racist if you're talking about his age. (laughs) No, we're talking about he can't do the job. That's plain and simple. He just can't do the job. But I'm I'm beginning to think, and I'm really getting concerned that maybe, maybe Joe Biden can pull this off. Can you imagine electing an 82-year-old president who will be, if he gets reelected, who will be 86 when he's finished. And let's not even think about in the middle of the term him not making it and Kamala is the president. Talk about disaster upon disaster upon disaster. That's what would happen with Kamala. <sighs> Boy, I, I just, I, I'm really, really concerned about this country. I really am. And we were talking before the show about prices and food prices. and I mean, it's everything. It's, it's, it's everything everywhere. And what's that movie? Everything everywhere all at once. Well, that's what happened with Biden coming into office. Everything everywhere all at once just going up and going up and going up. And, eh, well, you know, people are saying this and that. But, oh, that's okay. But we have to get rid of Joe Biden in the White House. That is the bottom line. And I don't care if it's Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or anybody else, but it has got to be, it has got to be somebody in office that's a Republican. That's, that's what I say. I mean, this Biden thing has got to go. And Hunter Biden and all the stuff that goes along with it has got to go. Talk with the purpose is the show. It's Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hour number two rapidly coming to a close. And Bill will get to you in the third hour so we, you can get started and have plenty of time to talk to us. Uh, we'll get uh, get started in hour number three in just a moment. But uh, we always say at the top of the hour, hour number two is in the books. Hour number three is on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station.
WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> I was reading something and I, oh, that's me. That's my cue. <laughs> Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. As always, 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450 is the number here in the studio. If uh, you want to comment on anything we're going to talk about this hour, we are calling this hour to add to the ridiculousness of what we talk about with what's going on in the world. We're calling this the transgender hour. No, I'm not going to change. No, don't. don't that, I'm not going to pull a Bruce Jenner on you. No. A <laughs> couple of stories about transgender. And, well, one is good. Here, here we go. Uh, Florida is in the news once again. The Florida legislature passed a bill Wednesday. Now, pay attention to this because I, I'm going to try to explain it as best I can making it a crime for transgender people to use public restrooms that align with their gender identity. In other words, if you are a transgender woman and you haven't had your final surgery and you go into the women's room, you have committed a crime. You understand that? So if you you must go in with your gender identity. Of course, if you have the final surgery, that's a different story. But so if you're a woman or you say you're a woman, but you were born a man and you haven't had the final surgery, you're you're committing a crime. Uh, the Human Rights Campaign, which is an LGBTQ civil rights organization, condemned the move as a pernicious degrading and systematic attempt to dehumanize one of our most marginalized communities. (laughs) Oh, you can't make this stuff up. Florida's legislators should focus on real issues impacting Floridians instead of where transgender people go to the bathroom. This is according to Sarah Warbelow, who is the group's legal director. Now, this may be challenged in the courts, but I I think that's a good move because it makes it clear. Okay? And we have other <laughs> other transgender stories. You can't make this stuff up. We'll get to uh, others in just a moment. Bill is in Egg Harbor Township. Bill, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Good morning, John. How are you today? Do, uh, good. How are you doing? I couldn't resist a, a whole show of open forum uh, to get a call in, but I had to because uh, I guess my my thing this morning is to hopefully raise the antenna of your listening audience because I believe we had a fraudulent uh, republic, a fraudulent uh, Democrat call in uh, <laughs> pretending to be a Republican, uh, went by the name of Mike. Yeah, and uh, fearfully, uh, it appears the uh, fraudulence of the Democrat 
Democratic Party has upped their game a little bit this morning, and we should be on the lookout for that kind of thing. Yes, we should. Yes, we should. <laughs> I had a second thing short because I know you're busy this morning. Uh, but I wanted to give a shout-out to Craig because a month ago on uh, April 1st, he didn't just get you and your guest with that uh, Colin Kaepernick comment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, yeah. I had a bowl of Cheetos in front of me at the time, and they all ended up on the floor while I was listening to that. Yeah, he so did he get us. Yeah, he did get us. Yeah, and I, I saw, I, you know, I saw it, and I and he said it, and I said, well, why would they do that? I They got three quarterbacks, you know. Well, he knows I'm an Eagles fan, so he had to, you know, he had to give me a shot there but that was yeah that was good he did get, he did get us he really did well the first the first thought that hit my mind when he said that is not again because right after winning the last super bowl with nick Foles and a, a star cast that played together really well is probably why they won that super bowl yeah they made all those changes and got rid of uh nick Foles and i and and I thought I thought here we go again. They're yeah. making these ridiculous, crazy changes and going to destroy a great team. And of course, I spent a few minutes picking up Cheetos after that <laughs> happened. <laughs> well, so thank you for huh? Okay, we appreciate thank you for it. taking my call. Thanks, this morning. thanks yeah. for calling, Bill. We appreciate it. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. That was a good comment. It really was. I mean, and I was about to. I mean, if it, I believed it. And I was about to, and I never called the Eagles. I would have called them and said, <laughs> oh, 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5, and I'm John DeMassey. So we'll, um, I guess we should continue to go on the theme of transgender. And really, look, let me give you, my opinion of transgender. It is a small, small minority of this population. I feel sorry for anyone who is born in a body and feels like they are the opposite sex. And in keeping with that, if they go through this whole thing of changing and hormones and the final surgery, if you will, I don't have a problem if they want to live their life that way. But I have a problem when they make it out to be more than it is. In other words, it's it's like they're shoving it down our throat. We have to we can't be marginalized. We can't be this. We can't be that. Why don't you just live your life? Look, I believe in live and let live. That's that's a, 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 what I believe in, 100%. But to come out and, you know, all of these rules and, and change, we have to, we can't, we have to include you, we don't have to include you. It, it, it's ridiculous. It really is. So speaking of transgender, in Montana... State Representative Zoe Zephyr, who is a transgender woman, which means she used to be a man, she asked a court Monday to allow for her return to the House floor after she was silenced and barred for chiding her Republican colleagues over legislation to restrict 
gender-affirming health care and for encouraging protesters. Now, let's kind of translate this. So here's a transgender representative, okay? But she doesn't want them to have gender-affirming health care. This is what the issue is. And this is this becomes a whole other issue. And she encourages protests. So, well, first of all, they kicked her out. So, I mean, I don't know if you can you kick out a legislator? I, I guess you can. So now she's got attorneys involved and they sued in state district court. So, <laughs> they sued because they argued they were being denied their right to adequate representation. That's transgender people. So she's suing in district court. And by the way, she's representing a college town, which is Missoula, Montana. This thing is so complicated, but... It goes to show you we're making issues out of this stuff, and it's it's ridiculous. It really is. And there's more. I got more. <laughs> Andy and Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome to the Talk With a Purpose. Yeah, John. Uh, <laughs> I know it's my third time, but this is a topic that makes my blood boil. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give you two pithy comments. If you're a man and you want to pretend you're a woman, that's up to you. If you want me to pretend that you're a woman, that's up to me. Okay. All right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, if, if you want to engage in a lie, you can lie, but don't force me to lie with you. Yeah. Now... This, this has become what has been called a social contagion. It's actually hip. It's fashionable now to be, quote, transgender. Yeah. And I say, I say the word in quotes because there really is no such thing as a transgender. Because you cannot change your gender. You can change your appearance, but you can't change your chromosomes. That, that's, that happens the minute you're conceived. Yes. Now, look at how this has played out, John. Just like with the um, gay marriage situation. Okay. People wanted acceptance. They got it. People wanted the same legal rights. They got it. But they're not happy. Now they're going to force you to accept the lifestyle. Now they're going to force you to address a man as a woman, if he comes up to you, if a guy comes up to you in a dress and asks you where the restroom is and you send him to the men's room, which is where he should be, you can actually be charged in New York. Okay. And, so and now in Florida too, in, in Florida too. Yes. So now it's gotten to the point where it went beyond acceptance, tolerance, and the same legal rights, it's now we are going to force you to go along with our lie, and if you call me, 
if I'm a man and you call and I identify as a woman and you call me he instead of she, we're going to destroy you. And Dylan Mulvaney said as much this past week. He says it should be a crime for someone to use the pronouns he or him when referring to me. It should be a crime. And see, this is where this stuff starts, John, with a thought. It should be a crime. And some liberal is going to glom on to this, and they already have, yeah. and they're going to try to prosecute people. Yes. So yes. So it's, it's gotten to the point where now it's, it's not just acceptance and legal rights and tolerance. We are now going to hold a gun to your head, force you to engage in the lie with us. And if you don't, we're going to brand you a xenophobe, a homophobe, a transphobe, whatever you want to call it. And we're going to prosecute you legally. We're going to use the court system to force you to call a man in a dress a woman. So you see how it plays out, John? Yeah, it's yeah, not where they yeah. start. It's where they finish. Where they finish. Yeah. And I'll tell you, this this thing, you know, it, it was 11% of the population of, of teens, 11% of teens identified as LGBTQ in 2015. It's now up to 26% only eight years later. Now, did all of these people suddenly become transgender? Or is there something fashionable and, quote, cool about it that's making more people want to do this now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, John, you went to school, high school, kids got picked on. And, you know, you had the fat kid. You had the skinny kid. Yeah. You had the short. You had the short kid. The kid with bad skin. You had the nerd, the dork, the dweeb, the bookworm, and they got picked on, right? Yeah. So now, if you're one of those people who doesn't feel accepted, and you get teased and taunted, all you have to do now is claim to be a transgender, and immediately you are afforded the full protections of the federal government. No one can pick on you anymore. And I think that's where a lot of this is coming from. It is a social contagion. Yeah. It's not, I'm not going to say there aren't some people who have gender dysphoria. We get it. But as you say, it's like a minuscule percentage of the population. Yeah. And we are, we are changing thousands of years of societal norms to accommodate this small percentage of the population who really should be on a psychiatrist's couch and not <laughs> be getting hormone. And I feel sorry for people. People get, you know, kids get to puberty and all these hormonal things start happening. Yes, yes. And for kids, they can't, they don't, they get confused. They don't know what's going on. And most of them just grow out of it. They realize I'm a guy or I'm a yeah, girl. And they that's right. Realize normally. Yeah. But, then, but you have people stepping in as soon as there's some confusion with these kids. Oh, I'm confused. I don't know. You you got you have adults who should be the adults in the room protecting these kids and they're going along with it. They're cutting off their body parts and they're giving them drugs. This is evil, John. It's yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Thanks for the call, Andy. Yeah, that's that's true. So Again, this Zoe Zephyr in Montana. So she is a Democratic representative. Gee, a Democrat. So what she what she is saying is 
she wants the legislature to not restrict gender affirming health care. And that's what they're that's what they're proposing. The Republicans in Montana are proposing that. So she is opposing that. And they kicked her out. They, they I mean, they just kicked her out. So she's saying they kicked her out because she's transgender and she's suing. So that's that's the basis of that story. We uh, we're going to give you an update on the Donald Trump E. Jean Carroll trial. <laughs> Another Trump trial. <laughs> we'll give you that uh, after the break. Um, and we will talk to John and we will talk to Ginny uh, after the break. But uh, this this update. Donald Trump, he may testify, he may not. Now, he said the other day, oh, he's going to testify. But his lawyer said he's, he won't testify. But it's this uh, lawsuit that uh, E. Jean Carroll, who, by the way, is now 79 years old. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump said, I don't know nothing about this nut job. <laughs> That's what he said. But uh, the def- defense is going to call him, and supposedly he. But the judge has given him till tomorrow, so he has till Sunday at five o'clock to tell the judge whether he's going to appear or not in court. And again, he says he is, and his lawyer says he isn't. So we'll see. <laughs> but it's a civil trial, so it's not criminal. But did Donald Trump? I mean, really. Do you think, I mean, I I just don't believe that a guy who owns hotels is going to rape a girl or attempt to have sex with her in a dressing room in Bergdorf Goodman. I I just don't, I don't see that. But who am I? So we'll talk about that and uh, we'll continue this transgender business. Because it's uh, it's certainly very interesting. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll get back to your calls and all of that stuff and more show. 609-407-1450 is the number. I'm John DeMassey. We'll come back with more Talk with the Purpose in just a moment. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at Yakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 
Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Don't look now, but Mother's Day is almost here. So what do you get for mom? How about a fresh fruit flower arrangement from BF Mazio? Yes, it's fruit that looks like a flower arrangement, and you can eat it too. You can't do that with flowers. Or how about a BF Mazio gift certificate? It's just another way to say thanks to mom. BF Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield. The home of the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Online at bfmazio.com. That's bfmazio.com. Oh, we're back again. <laughs> Talk with the purpose is the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon. We're right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. South Jersey's talk station. Not the other guys, us, okay? Nope. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Thank you. Thanks for letting me call on a third time. Now, Zoe Zephyr, I believe, has said that we that oppose him, her, she, them, or whatever... Are, we're, um, we have blood on our hands. How ironic that is because the surgeons that are putting those little kids up on chopping blocks have literal blood on their hands. I got that from a gay man named uh, Dave Rubin, who's a conservative Jew down in Florida. And actually, the Democratic Party left him. He didn't leave the Democrat Party. But that being said, we can stand our ground with that. The kids are being fed dangerous drugs and hormone blockers and that, and they're having their genitals removed at a very young age. Some of them are preview best to have an event of puberty yet. This is criminal. We all stand our ground against that. They can call us Archie Bunker bigots all they want to. Uh, also, um, if you're XY and you want to live as a girl, or if you're XX and you want to live as a man, more power to you. But don't don't lay your, your, your nonsense on us that we have to accept everything that you say, hook, line, and sinker. Also, abortions. There's, there's, uh, there's clinics being put up for girls that don't want to abort their babies. And it was a James Revenge, a radical pro-abortion group that have been burning those centers down. Nothing's being done about it. Nothing's being said about it. We're going to stand our ground where it needs to be stood. Now, if you're tall or short, fat or skinny, male or female, black or white, gay or straight, a transgender or whatever, you have constitutional rights, and we will fight for your constitutional rights till death. I will stand up for your constitutional rights any day of the week. But remember, the Constitution's based on Judeo-Christian principles. That's a fact, not a fiction. You don't get a right to tell me what is sin and what isn't sin. I'll tell you what, don't tell me what is sin, what isn't sin, and I will let you live your life as you want to. As long as you're not harming anybody. We're willing to, we're all preaching to the choir here because we're willing to meet in the middle, but they're not. That's what I'll have to say. Thank you. Thanks, John. And well said, because, I mean, kind of that's what I said. If you're transgender or whatever you are, and in some cases I feel sorry because if they're, they're born in the wrong body, though, then, you know, that's a problem. And and yeah, maybe they should be on the psychologist couch or a psychiatrist couch, but and, and get them help. But don't like have all these laws and you know forcing it down our throat. And we got to include everybody. And I mean, this is ridiculous. You know, uh, and, and teaching kids in grade school about gender affirmation it it does, doesn't make sense. Ginny and Abseek and Ginny, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, thanks. I didn't hear Sarah this morning. 
Oh, that's right. We didn't. We didn't hear her. No, we didn't hear from oh, her. Oh, I hope she calls. <laughs> I love hearing her now. A great show today. Uh, great callers. Great, great. Uh, what I wanted to say is, uh, I can't imagine Donald Trump. I can't imagine a lawyer even taking this woman's case. Uh, Donald Trump always went around with two bodyguards, one on the left, one on the right, dressed in suits, uh, big, strong, clean-shaven guys were his private bodyguards wherever he went. I can't imagine. I also can't imagine him going into a Bergdorf Goodman, into a lingerie department. He would send his assistant for that. That's right. <laughs> Come on. And, and I can't believe any woman was so irresistibly gorgeous that he couldn't contain himself. Yeah. Yeah. Get a grip. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of the lawyer that would would take her case, well, that's simple because it's famous. I mean, he he gets fame for uh, for taking the case because he's going against Donald Trump. So, I mean, if he wins that case or if he loses, even so, he he becomes you know synonymous with that case. So he's really boosting up his well, his own name thing, the whole thing's ludicrous oh yeah it is oh no no question about no question about it i mean uh, <laughs> uh i want to tell you a funny story i was seeing an endocrinologist uh on a professional level years ago and uh the gentleman's no longer with us but uh on wednesdays he used to do transgender uh hormone uh, replacement or adding hormones or subtracting, whatever. Long story short, Wednesday was his day to see those patients. And I had just worked a long, long night shift. So I called the office. They said, okay, Jenny, come in. And uh, they would give me a prescription. This was before everything was done electronically. So I came in. I walked past these individuals in the office, and I heard one whisper, Boy, she looks pretty good. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday was the day for hormones. I just thought, I never forgot that. I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just th this whole thing, I, I, you know, I don't know why anybody would want to, I, I guess they feel that way. I guess, uh, you know. I never felt like anything less th than a girl. Never. Yeah. I don't well, know. But most of us don't. I mean, most of us feel like the sex that we are. Yeah. But, but you know, there are those, and, and, and I can see that, you know, th there are those who are born in the wrong body, and if they get the help they need, uh, fine. But you remember Harlow in Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah. Back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, I remember... Uh, I was a lot younger then, many years ago. Uh, we Friends and I would go to a club, and the uh, <laughs> we called them the he-she's, would, would be hanging out. And they were obviously, they were very good-looking, but they had been men, but now they were women. And we were talking about them, and we said, oh, that's that's the crowd there. And they would hang mm -hmm. out, the one thing. But, you know, that that's okay. You know, I, I didn't mind. I mean, but... It's just it's it's sad that they have to go through that, but also you know don't shove it down our throats. Exactly, that's exactly. that's what the thing you know, is. 
live and let that, live, that's, live your that's, life. That's right. That's Do your right. thing, but don't shove it down my throat that's or right. anybody else. That's right. That's right. Jenny, thanks okay, a lot. John, let me let you go. Thanks. thanks uh, excellent for, show. Thanks for the call. Appreciate the kind words. Bob and Kate May. Bob, good morning. Welcome. Hey, John. Look, you know, the Navy, the U.S. Navy has a commercial with some transgender freak as a recruitment commercial. Now, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they've got them in all sorts of, of girly-type dresses. And what do you think our enemies, what kind of message does that send to the communist Chinese, uh, to Putin? Yeah, what do they think there of our fighting force? Uh, you know, look, John, we were in high school. A guy dresses up like a girl in our class, our classes. Uh, do we have any, you know, look, <laughs> you're really afraid of that guy? I don't think so. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't think so. But, you know, uh, message I have for my friend, I do say he's my friend. He's a nice guy. My friend Craig, I've said this too many times before. You got to listen to me, Craig. We're all on the same team. Yeah. We're not enemies. Yes. You know, I like the governor of Florida, and I like President Trump. Uh, uh, either one would be great versus the idiot we have in the White oh, House now. Yeah. And, and you know, as, as far as, as Mike from Ocean City, um, I think he should go see a psychiatrist because I'll tell you what, you know, he's calling, he's calling us idiots. Okay. We, we had a president that gave us peace and prosperity. Yes. Uh, what is this guy giving us? We're, we're the laughing stocks of the world, the Afghanistan blunder where you had not just 13 Americans killed unnecessarily but scores of americans lost their limbs in that bombing too and the worst thing about it the rules of engagement this is just one example the rules of engagement they had the suicide bomber snipers our snipers had him identified they couldn't take him out because they were not allowed to they had to get approval and by the time they they got any kind of decision the bomb bombing had already occurred so this is what our soldiers are living under the political correctness of idiot biden and obama yeah so you know and that's just one example but you look our the inflation that that is killing the middle class what about that mike from ocean city yeah why don't you open your eyes up okay uh this guy that is in a white house now compared to president trump the policies that president trump had you, you know were doing wonders for this country yeah doing wonders I, I, you know and, uh i guess the guy likes paying 479 for eggs I mean, uh, what can i tell you well right exactly <laughs> yeah. and, and you know we, yeah. millions upon millions of, you know they look Issue after issue, millions upon millions of illegal aliens pouring in this country, unvetted. Yeah. yeah. Who knows how many terrorists are here? You know, who knows, like, is Venezuela, are they emptying their prisons in insane asylums? We don't know that. They, I would say they are. They, they probably the are. Yeah. of this country, the Cubans, the, you know, the, the Haitians, 
are we getting the best quality and character of people coming in this country? You know, President Trump cared about that. Yeah, the American yeah. middle class cares he, about he, that. He really cared about about this country in general, and okay. he, he didn't always come off that way because of the way he spoke sometimes. But really, when you get down to it, he cared about this country. That yeah. that's and, the bottom and, line. Right. And and his policies made a big difference in the lives of everyday that's, people. That's, that's right. And, and that's you know right. what? The, the, the governor of Florida, his policies have done the same thing. That's yeah. why he's so popular. Yeah. That's why he won reelection by a huge margin. And, you know, I, I just wish they would get on board on the same team. And I wish we all would get on board. Because, Craig, the one thing I would love to hear from you, Craig, is to say, hey, I've said this. I think you've said this. If if the other guy, meaning if if DeSantis wins this thing in the primaries, are you completely on board, enthusiastically supporting DeSantis? Because I said that about President Trump. Yeah. I will support him absolutely enthusiastically. Yeah, I I think you know? he would. I, I really think he would. You know. I mean, because he's facing another four years, as we all are, of Biden. So I think he would support DeSantis. Yeah, it, there, there's knowing back, going back. If, if if Biden wins another term, there is no going back. Supreme Court will be changed forever. Puerto Rico will be given statehood and probably D.C. Uh, you will not have a majority in the Senate forever. <laughs> It's over then. Yeah, it is. It is over. Bob, thanks for calling back. Appreciate it. 609-407-1450. Well, guess what? We called her up and Sarah is on the line and we'll talk to her after the break. And maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Talk with the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. More Talk With a Purpose after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 AccuWeather Forecast for South Jersey. Partly sunny this afternoon, just a great day to be outside, the high 74. Stars will be out tonight under mainly clear skies, low 46. Sun followed by increasing clouds to wrap the weekend tomorrow, high 76. Times of clouds and sun when you kick off the new week Monday, high 76. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. Again, 609-407-1450 is our number here. 609-407-1450. Someone called her up, and here she is. Sarah is on the line. Sarah, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. 
Good morning. I hope all is well with you. It is, and thank you, and same to you. Thank you. You know, if Joe Biden put as much effort into securing the release of Brittany Griner than what he should be doing with the United States, we'd be in a good, uh, much more better shape. Oh, yeah. There's a song, Amazing Grace, and part of the uh, word said, was blind, but now I see. I was blind, the lie. But, you know, you have to be honest, those who support Joe Biden. You have to be honest when you look at the economy. You have to be honest when you look at inflation. You have to be honest when you look at crime. You have to be honest in looking at jobs. There's jobs, but it's low-paying jobs without benefits. Who wants to do a few hours here, a few hours there? He's completely, completely destroyed United States. Yes, he, he has. Not, he does not need to go there again. And if people don't see that, something is definitely wrong. And I don't understand what's wrong with people in the United States where they cannot get up and vote. They can go to movies. <clears throat> they can go all over the place. How is it that you cannot get up and vote and go to the election booth? I don't understand it. I don't either. No, I don't either. Yeah. The, um, they went at the ballot box. But then they bring in the absentee ballots and it throws that person over the top. Yeah. Um, I think his name is Chris Coons. Yes. Uh, from Delaware. Yes. He's talking how agile he is. and how, No. I don't know who he's looking at, but it's not Joe Biden. Well. Something. He could be Chris Cook. Really? <laughs> Chris, that's a good one. Chris Cook. I mean. He's from Delaware. What do you expect? <laughs> well, I've renamed him Chris Coop because there's something seriously wrong when he wants to support Biden because he has done nothing. I cannot think of how he has changed America except for the worst. It's well, in the toilet, yep. it's not flushing, and we're overflowing with a sewage of policies that do not work. That's right. That's right. Sarah, you've come a long way since you first called the show, and we appreciate you calling in. Thanks for the call. I couldn't have said it any better myself. Joe Biden has destroyed this country. And how people can even think about voting for him, I don't understand it. But I do understand it because, as I've said many times, people are dopes. They'll just go in, well, yeah, it's all right. I guess, well, so in, in inflation, eh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, when you go to the grocery store and you spend a hundred dollars and you come out with a few packages, <clears throat> that that's that that's not the way to go. It's not. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty is our number here. A rare moment in the show where we have a couple of open lines. If you want to call in, six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Okay. 609-407-1450 is our number. Well, I want to give the other side of this transgender thing. And I agree with this judge. In Missouri, a state judge on Monday temporarily blocked a rule that would require adults and children to undergo more than a year of therapy. Actually, this is something I disagree with, but... This this rule to undergo therapy, other requirements, 
before they could receive gender-affirming treatment, and he blocked this. So this judge is not on the other side. He's on the, he's on the same side. I disagree with this because, well, they have until May 15th to block this ruling. But it's, it, it's where they want to give more time and more therapy to people who want to undergo transgender-affirming uh, therapies. But the judge blocked this. So here we go again, um, another judge getting involved in this. So it's it's you can't win, you know, you just can't win. So transgender, transgender. I don't know Uh, if if I have time, I'm going to get to this other thing, but we will see. Ruth is in Summers Point. Ruth, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Thank you. Good morning, John. Um, regarding the, the transgender, um, I believe what the Bible says, and it tells us clearly that on the sixth day, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. I don't know of any transgender <laughs> transgenders that can be fruitful and multiply. I trust God's word. He created male and he created female. Thank you. Oh, Have a good day. You too, Ruth. Thanks for the call. But, and I will give a but here, there are a couple, and, and I will say a couple. I mean, it's 1.4%, I think, of the population. So there are exceptions. For the most part, what Ruth said is true. There are exceptions. And if there are, you live your life. Don't come into it shoving this down our throat. I'm transgender, so you should consider me. That's that's not what we're saying. Live and let live and you go about your business and do what you have to do, that's fine. But don't have all this, I mean, judges blocking orders and legislatures throwing somebody out. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's bringing it more attention than it deserves. And that's the point. DJ in Summers Point. DJ, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. How you doing, John? It's been a little bit. Yeah, it's been a little bit. How you doing? Okay. Anything going on in the country is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, you know what I want to know? You know, a little tongue in the cheek thing. <clears throat> this uh, transgender freak, and, and that's 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 my opinion. She's from what, where? Wyoming. Um, this is Montana. Montana. <clears throat> Montana. Less than a million people in that state. I yeah, believe. Yeah, I believe you're right. Who Who are the whack jobs that put her in? Uh, it's a college town. In her district. Oh, oh, so that explains it. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I think Montana, well, well that explains Montana, too. Yeah, is, yeah you know, right. Republican. Yeah. Right? So they got they got this uh, legislator uh, in there for, for how long, who knows. Yeah. But, uh, you know, best, you know, with these uh, transgender people, sometimes the best way to, do, to deal with them is to just ignore them. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, 
I feel no. the same way. Just 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 live your life. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Live your life. You want to be transgender or whatever and you feel a need to be, then go ahead. But don't yeah. shove it down our throat and don't say, Well, I gotta have rights and I gotta have this and I gotta have that. Well, come on. I'm I'm yeah, transgender, the, you know. Yeah, but the bottom line is, is uh, the <laughs> what'd you say? One point seven percent. One point four. We'll say one point five. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, how about the ninety eight point five that don't really <laughs> want this crap? That's right. That's right. You know, there's not. It's not. We, you know, it's not like a break even thing here. We, we never. We never talk about that. Versus, yeah. You got to bend over backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the absurdity of the whole thing, if you want to look as an example, is and and it's not Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner. Uh, went and had the whole nine yards done. I mean, he had his junk removed. So, hey, hey he's a woman. Yeah. For all intents. You know, yeah. hey, okay. But when they let that freak in the water to swim against women, right? Yeah, that's that's a problem. That's, that's when a, it just, no. Yeah, and they're a, still, and they're allowing that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not right. That's not right. No, and yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. But, you know, this is where we're at today. Hey, you, you look next week at uh, Jeopardy. Yeah, what right? about? What Why about? You ever watch Jeopardy, John? Once in a while. Once in a while. All right. The tournament champions. See who one of the tournament uh, one of the tournament players are. What's their story? Oh, really? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Well, yeah, and don't forget in in Biden's cabinet, one of the hot thing in the health department. Oh yeah, was what from Pennsylvania? Yes, she was. That's right. And, and yes, very yeah. attractive woman, I must say. <laughs> but. <laughs> No, you you gotta have you gotta have some you know you, comedy with all this. Yes. it's just a joke. Yeah. but that's the way the Repo uh, Democrats are. Yeah. Can I, can I close with one thing? Yes. All right, because maybe somebody else wants to get in. That Marine in New York on the subway. Yeah, he did nothing wrong. He was protecting himself and others from possible harm or worse. Other people participated, not just him, with the chokehold. All right. They can try to indict him, but it would be the wrong thing. And if they're going to indict the Marine, anybody that put their hands on that guy that unfortunately, you know, passed away, what are they going to charge them with? Yeah. And I say that yeah. because, hey, in the George Floyd thing, they charged the cops that stood at the sidelines, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Didn't put a hand on him, but they got charged and lost he, their job. Yeah. What are you right. going to do with the citizens that helped the Marine try yeah. to subdue this guy? It would be an injustice. It kind of reminds me, a little tongue-in-cheek, I think sometimes on the subways. Yeah. You ever, you ever watch the old film Death Wish, Charles Bronson? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, his character was, his name was Paul Kersey. Sometimes this country needs a lot more Paul Kerseys in the world. Yeah, that's true. That are that's not true. afraid to step up. That's true. When people are doing harm to or potential harm to other people and not be afraid to step up and do something. That's right. DJ. Right, so I just hope it just goes well for that for that guy because he had no intention when he got up that morning to do harm to that guy. He was just riding the subway. Yes, that's true. That's true. Hey, John, it's been nice talking. And same here. Same here. And I'm not going to move to Montana. Okay. Neither am I. Thanks for the call, DJ. <laughs> oh, can't make this stuff up, can you? 609-407-1450. we got a couple of minutes left of the show, and uh, we got an open line or two if you want to jump in. 609-407-1450. Uh, I, I want to... And if I can, 
on a final note of political incorrectness or political correctness, if I can. But uh, we'll we'll talk about that. Talk with the purposes of the show. Final thoughts on today's program after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And we are back here on Talk of the Purpose, 609-407-1450. A couple minutes left of the show. Uh, if I have time, I'll get to this. Just just another thing, political correctness. That's <laughs> uh, What else is there today? Bill is in North Carolina. Bill, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. How's it going, John? Good. How's things um, in North Carolina? Not bad. It's a beautiful day here. I moved from South Jersey, I guess it's about six years ago now. You and I have corresponded via email. Yeah, I, I, I remember you. Good. Um, I wanted to talk about the fact that we allow liberals to control the discussion. We allow them to create terms that they do not define so that they can control the discussion and thereafter attack us when we don't agree with their desires. That's a good point. Well, we're buying into this whole transgender thing. There's no such thing as one of, one of your earlier callers pointed out. There's no such thing as transgender. Take it further. There's no such thing as a sex change operation, which we've been calling it for over 70 years now. And one of your previous callers just said, oh, well, Bruce Jenner is a woman. No, he's not. He has Y chromosomes. The man participated in the Olympics as a male. He will be a male until the day of his death. And when we give in to this at any level, concede the argument. Well, he did have, and he did mention that, that he had, as as we call it, the final surgery. So he... Right, but it's not final. But yeah, it's not final. That's yeah, another term that's yeah, incorrect. Yeah. Plenty of them have gone backward on this. Uh, so but, it's not a final surgery. It doesn't change him chromosomally. He is still a man, lived as a man, and it doesn't make him a woman and shouldn't give him the right to go into a women's bathroom. The whole process is nothing more than dress-up. Yeah. Just because you involve a surgery, it just makes it a high-tech dress-up. So if you're going to draw a line between, well, if he has his genitals altered, that's different. Well, that's what's driven them to altering children's genitals now. Yeah. Because it's no different than throwing on a dress and claiming you're a woman. My last point with this is this whole idea 
of forcing us to call it what they want to call it, use their terms, refer to them with their pronouns, is an assault on our First Amendment, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a good point. Good okay. point. Well, we, we back on that, that we're not going to be told what to speak, what to say, how to refer to people, because all these laws that are being created are in violation of the Constitution. If I want to call a he a he, I've got a right to. And if that's going to become a law, I'm just going to stop speaking to people in public because I'm not going to be held to some ridiculous unconstitutional standard for what I've got to call somebody because they want to play dress up or, as a previous caller referred to it, um, they, they want to live a lie. And it is a lie. So yeah. if they want to live a lie, that's fine. I'm all about live and let live. Go do your thing. Do it in private. Do it in public. But don't expect me to buy into it. That's true. Anyway, thanks very much. Thanks. Thanks, Bill. Uh, by the way. Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner now. We should be correct here. <laughs> Got $100 million for that change. <laughs> I may think about that. <laughs> I may think about that, you know. Kevin and EHT. Kevin, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Good morning, John. I know it's late. I've missed part of your show this morning. But just a quickie on this Hunter Biden that we all believe is guilty. But regardless of what they find and if he ever gets uh, prosecuted or anything don't we think that joe will just give him a presidential pardon anyway yeah and that'll be at the end of that that's probably what's going to happen yeah yeah so regardless of what happens to him or what the court finds or anything like that joe will just give him a pardon and then it's all over with yeah <laughs> where's he going to get the money though where was he going to get the money think daddy'll give him a job <laughs> Just, just take it out of his uh, daughter's uh, uh, child care. Or <laughs> yeah, call yeah, it, you know? right, right, right. Take, take, that, it, take it out of that money, the 20000 Yeah. Thanks for the call, Kevin. Appreciate it. Linda and Absekin is our final call of the morning. Linda, good morning. Thank you so much. And I was hoping Sarah would talk about the coronation, but I have to talk about the um, Bible. And it's Deuteronomy 22.5, and it says a woman shall not wear a man's clothing, nor shall a man put on a woman's clothing. For whoever does this, does these things, is utterly repulsive to the Lord your God. Now that's the Amplified, the amplified Version. The, Repub the uh, King James Version says as much as the same thing. You know, only gets more to the point faster. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think... Uh, I think it, this, this ultimately comes down to an issue against God and uh, the changes in our country, the changes in the way we're living, and uh, the violations against what thus saith the Lord are just, uh, they're trying to make the Bible a hate crime. Well, they've done that in Canada. So, Well, if we follow the Bible, that that's a good way to go, Linda. That, that, that's definitely a good that's, way to go. That's the only way to go. Yeah. Okay. So people who haven't read it, and if you're not sure and you don't think it's real, just start with the Gospel of John and then finish out the New Testament, and it'll change your life, and you'll be better for it. Thanks, God. Thanks. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks for ending the show, Linda. <laughs> oh, what a show. Boy, did we cover a lot of issues today. I didn't get to this thing. Uh, what I wanted to get to is 
just another thing of political correctness that many of the high schools in this country, and we'll save this for next week if we have time, many of the high school plays are not allowed to be put on because administrators are saying it's not politically correct. It's to this or it's to that or it's to one way. When I was in high school, my senior year was a, a wonderful year. And we had a terrific play called Bye Bye Birdie. And it was singing and dancing and all kinds of stuff. And it was just a good experience. And I feel sorry for the kids today because it's, in many cases, it's not a good experience. They got to worry about so many things. Being politically correct about this and about that. and about Well, you can't say gay. You can't say transgender. You can't say this. You can't say black. You can't say white. I, I don't know. It's a tough world to grow up in. And with that, we put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer, for doing his usual outstanding job. Thanks to you for... Uh, for listening because without you guys I mean and I've said it every week and I will say it every week until the show no longer exists without you we don't have a show I'm John DeMassey thanks for listening have yourself a great week a happy and a healthy one and we will do it all over again next week talk with a purpose 9 till noon Saturday right here WPG talk radio 95.5 you take care The preceding program was paid for and presented by John DeMassey.